When does old boy not have his hand up, to be quite honest? Is that him, like, asking to come talk? I, I honestly don't know how to add someone to the... Can... Oh, there we go. I'll, I'll invite to speak. Why can... Why can he not... Oh, there he is. Okay. What a strange room. Well, the stage I, hasn't I think... started, so the UI was different. Oh. So I was trying to figure out how to let oh. myself into it. Oh. Okay, well, we're live. Like, we're live, think, like, so Solnir, if you could stop it, dropping hard R's all the time, I'd appreciate it. I mean, he lives in Virginia, bro. Right? He does live like, in Virginia. What, what, what can you expect? Southwest Virginia. The right, good well, Virginia, now, someone now the stage Oh, oh, we drop him. We drop him. So, oh, did we drop him? Drop them. Um, drop them like we drop beats, son. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. If I'm, if I'm being real with you, Chief, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know that you guys have ever dropped beats, if I'm being honest. Bro, I, do, I drop nothing but beats. Some would say the sickest beats. I, I know you didn't say that to an AT alien. That's true. That's a good point. What's the, good, what's, uh, what's like the, not diminishing returns, but like what's the statute of limitations on being considered an AT alien? Because you've been, you've been around the world a little bit by now, so I feel like. Yeah, but but February of this year was when was really when I moved for good. I'd, I'd been back enough times to kind of reset the clock. Oh, I see. I see. I just feel um, I just feel like ATL is one of those places that like you don't. You're like, I don't know. I wouldn't claim it. But that's no, I I try to actively avoid saying I'm actually from there. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, hey, you know you know what? Uh, it's, it's, speaking of being from places. We're from right here, live, with the beef stream, with the lads, plus Solgnir. So honestly, hey, right, hey, if you're kind of looking at it right now, this is the, uh, this is this is kind of the killer's row, you know, from back in the day, the mm. old the old Wildstar crew right here. All we're missing is uh, Dianic and Gauze. Well, oh, and one okay. other that we won't mention. That's true. Okay, though, because see, what's, what's going to happen oh, is... Yo, uh, <laughs> I legitimately forgot. We <laughs> <Yeah>. all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah. are you talking about sauce? I was like, no, he didn't play Wildstar. I was like, who? Oh, yeah, that, mm-hmm, that one. And what, what the fuck is happening to Beefy Boys not win? I just loaded it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I re Is it, is this it? Is this the end? Like, the, uh, the... Uh, whatever the fucking shell uh, SSH works. Uh, I haven't, I haven't done anything with this for so long that I'm forgetting the terms for everything. Is is this uh, is this the BeefyBoys.win dagger daggerath? Maybe I have been thinking about because like for a long time I've been wanting to move it to the free Oracle tier so I don't have to pay money each month for it. Right. Because I kind of don't really give a shit anymore. For that shit. Well, yeah. I mean, it, got, I mean, off the payment right now, dude. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, hosting something like that, like it's it's more demanding than you'd think, and uh... right. But it's, uh, I'm well, it was it was worth it in the heyday. But we're we, well, that's we're why I was going to move it to Oracle free. And I was thinking about instead of having to go through the hassle of actually moving everything to an instance on a different like architecture and stuff, maybe I just maybe I just do like I did with Beefy Boys Club, and I just end Beefy Boys when and start a new one. Oh, what uh, on, on the on the free one? What would we be this time? 
Uh, I'll look at TLDs and see if anything like sounds like an well, hey, evolution. Hey, hey, maybe there's hey, maybe there's a segment for tonight. I we do have some fun stuff to talk about tonight, so maybe. Okay, we... okay, okay, so put that down. Uh, TLD browsing. TLD gonna... browsing. Okay, I don't know if y'all have read the the synopsis for tonight, but we have got some fun stuff. No, I can't. I, read I, when I saw it earlier, it was like two items. So. No, oh, I added a second one earlier or a third okay. one. Um, anyway, I was gonna say it's convenient that there's only four of us left from the Wildstar days because we have been looking for the mystical fourth, right? Right. Now, how would Solgnir like to drop everything <laughs> that he's doing and come live in in like a, a shit shack with with three other dudes? Would okay. Huh? Yeah, we, well, I think it's been known, and it's never it's never been one him to shy away. But he is what one would refer to as an in inward that would. So a, na- a neighbor that would, yeah. A neighbor that would, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. something just loaded. Something actually just loaded on BBW. Oh, I did just restart it after okay. seeing that. Uh, yeah. I, the, the the curious thing here is how long it stays up until it happens again and what's causing it. And you know, yeah. Anyways, let me see if I can at least fire off a post. But yeah, let's um. So number sixty-eight. I was just mentioning earlier to Tony, hey, next week. <laughs> next week is the funny number. It's the heckin' funny number. So we'll have to do we'll have to do something special for that one. I don't know what, but um Nels, uh let's start it off the same way we do every show. And given that we all collectively weigh seven hundred pounds, let's talk about food. Let's see, coll- collectively seven hundred pounds. You know, the timing is great. I went to a banger of a restaurant last night, lads. 700 divided by four. Okay, well, you start. Oh, yeah, 700 uh, divided by four is 175. Yeah, we're definitely, I think we're actually maybe pushing 800 on that one. We've got got that cleared. I'm an easy 190. Same, so. (laughs) Yeah, I think we're like floating a 200 average here, so. Um, Anyways, uh, Solgnir, I don't don't know if he's trying to avoid real names, so I'm going to keep calling him Solgnir, even though I normally wouldn't. Um, he let him start because he actually went somewhere this week. I don't think the rest of us did a whole lot food wise. Yeah, yeah. So went to a little, um, I guess you would call it a steakhouse. It was more of a uh, definitely an upscale place. Got invited there by a vendor, right? Okay. A little place. Um, if you if you pull up, you can pull up where it is. The Bristol Hotel okay. on the Virginia side of Bristol. Hold on. Oh no, I don't know why I said hold on. Yeah, go ahead. But you um. <clears throat> kind of soak in the ambiance of the place. Real old school, cool looking hotel. Love a place so with ambiance. Ambience. Ambiance. So the bottom floor is a upscale place called Vivian's Table. And Vivian's you ever, you ever table. met a bitch worth a shit named Vivian? No. Vivian Lee, I think, was the only one, and she was insane, I think. Aunt Viv? Oh, you have any of Vivian? Oh, never mind. Well, look what I look what I did, no, guys. I just went step in it. it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Was it Aunt Viv in Fresh Prince or was it Aunt Viv? I can't remember. Uh, Aunt Vivian. Looks like it was Aunt Vivian. I'm pretty sure it was Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil. It was, yeah. Hmm. I'll be damned. She's all right. She's all right. All right, hotel, <laughs> Bristol Hotel. So Bristol Hotel, you see it's a real old school, upscale, badass looking place. Uh-huh. Bottom floor, a little restaurant called Vivian's Table. Oh my God, look at the And the steak is an absolute banger. But we started off the day with the, um, I believe it was smoked bacon inside deviled eggs with an appetizer. Ooh. A little smoked trout dip. And they're, I'm telling you, 
I'm I'm not a big bread guy. I try not to be a big bread guy, but the um whatever they did to season this bread for the smoked trout dip, oh my god. Oh yeah? <clears throat> Take out a whole loaf of that. It yeah. was perfectly crisp. The dip was on point. It was outstanding. Appalachian style chop house. Mm. Oh well. They got a um they got a hundred plus dollar uh big boy tomahawk there, of course. I think it's like hundred and forty bucks. Oh of course. One of those where you just grab the bone and shake it, and the meat just falls off, just like it's Aaron Rodgers' ankle. Oh, damn. Too, too soon? soon. Too soon. I'm saying not soon enough. I'm not soon enough. Yeah, same. Fuck that guy. Wow. Betray. I mean, how often do we say it to each other? I mean, call your dad. Call your mom. If you have the chance to do it still, if your parents are with you, give your folks a call every now and then. Tell them you love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't pull on Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers won't do that because he's a dick and his whole family thinks he's a dick. So uh, your boy opted for the New York Strip. I went with the uh, nice. cooked, me- cooked medium, of course. Mm. The Yankee State. Are you are, hold, hold, hold. are you a medium plus guy or a medium I'm rare? I'm a medium rare guy. Medium rare? Okay, okay. I can, I, can, I can dig that. I'll do a medium rare every now and again, but on a strip, I like it medium. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's actually shocking to me. That's a cut that I usually do, like possibly even rare. Ooh, okay. I do fattier cuts like ribeye sometimes higher because I like more of the fat to be rendered. But oh, well, you talk about like a fatty cut now. The um, the I've yeah. never had a strip that just had this perfect layer, just right on the side of the strip. It was it was the most perfect blend of just a little bit of fat plus this plus the strip steak itself. It, I mean, it was perfect. I, there's no way to cr- I can possibly belittle this steak. It was it was outstanding. Hey, look, I found y'all's alma mater. Oh, nice. King University. Nice. Yeah. Oh, thanks. No problem. Thanks. That's yours too, yeah. King. Oh, uh, no. Oh, uh, no. Unfortunately, I went to the University of Southern Mississippi, so. <sighs> I think you were like class of 1974, King University. I don't get the reference. Yeah. Unless you're just called. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just... Okay. All right. You know what? All right. Hold yeah, on. That's, no, yeah, no, 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 these two, they're allowed. You're not. You're not. Wow. What do we compete oh, you, in here? You don't look a day under 39. <laughs> Over 39, Damn. that's what I meant to say. Yeah. I'm arguably... Yeah, but you said under. I'm arguably... Old jacket, green jacket. I'm I'm arguably the youngest looking person here, right? Oh. Maybe Tony has me beat, actually. Or Maybe you have a little something to say about that, buddy? I don't think anyone can because Prude's bald, so he's out. He just has to wear a hat. You're you're well, legitimately just, old. Tony, I guess it's like it's it's a competition between me and Tony, essentially. If I go full babyface, I promise you, line us up in front of ten old white ladies, they'll all say I look younger than you. Wow. Okay. I promise you. Damn, okay. I mean, the the old white ladies are the ones. That's true. That's you can't. Them. That's like, that's that's in an accredited body. You know, that's Absolutely. you can't come back from that. Yeah, uh, well, well, I, would have, I would have said old black ladies, but you can't find ten of them where I live. So, <laughs> uh, I don't have an opinion on that. Well, okay, they, yeah. hey, yeah, they, I mean, I don't either. I'm just stating facts, sure. stating logic, and hey, numbers. there's there's content. There's a content idea right there. There you go. Find yeah. the black ladies in your local town. That's <laughs> that too. Yeah, I I did see two in the same grocery store at the same time the other day. No shit. That that's legal? the that, that's the most in one place that I've seen since I've been up here. Is that legal? Probably not. Probably not. There's a statute against that in the county. 
Oh yeah, it's etched in stone. Hmm. I was um speaking of which, uh big history guy, I understand you are. Big southern history guy, perhaps? Me? Yeah, why not? Sure, yeah, why not? How about we just do American history? How about we do that? Sure, so, yeah, for the bit. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. So walking down the main street of my town not too long ago, uh, cobblestone streets, by the way, kind of like Savannah, if you've ever been there and walked along those streets where they used to dump the cobblestone off that ballast off of the ships and basically build roads out of it. Very nice. So real, real, real comfy walked up, up and down the street and uh, stop in front of this kind of dilapidated looking old, uh, I guess you could you could call it a mansion. It's, it's close enough. Mm hmm. It's owned by a conservatory and all that. And there's this big sign posted out in front of it. So I got to read it. I love a big sign. So mm. read the big sign. Um, it's talking about the, uh, the former name of the town, the, the town of Wolf Hill, which is now Abingdon. Mm -hmm. And um, it's telling the story about this, uh, this house uh, where, where, the, where the house is now behind the house. There was a, uh, there was a den of wolves that lived there that actually came out and attacked Daniel Boone's dogs. <laughs> So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, the place now is weird though. It's all half of the windows are broken. It's um, there's random lawn chairs and stuff out front, depending on the time of year. Hate so far, sand. it's uh, not really understanding the story of that, but I guess it's the uh, the town is maybe considering possibly maybe restoring it after they get done with the old courthouse. Mm -hmm. That'd be very based. Shout out to King's University has a campus both in Kingsport, which. You know, that's on brand, but also Knoxville. So have you, uh, any, any of my Tennessee people, have y'all been to Kingsport yet? I have. Oh, you, you oh, been, uh, well, yeah. Okay. You mean them? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been there yet. They haven't been, it's, they haven't, if it, if it just doesn't have a drive through, these boys ain't really seen it yet. Well, they, well, they oh, haven't had on. a reason, you know, aside I, I from, don't know that I ever go to drive through. So I feel like that's not fair. Listen, you, you don't have to go to the, you, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, actually, Tony's pretty big on a uh, pretty big on dining in, even when, when okay. Both of you, both of you are getting shot. Both of you, you'll shot. never be able to hit me. I, you are. I'm unshootable. Both of you are quite literally the largest targets I could have picked. I'm, I'm something of a artful dodger, or a uh, nimble navigator. Artful dodger. Artful, get his ass. Get his ass. Yeah, I'm awesome. a slippery so soldier, so you'll never catch me. Right. Got Mez in the chat. Hello, sisters. Hello. What's up, baby? He's he's enjoying his uh never mind, I'm not gonna say that in the stream. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a good boy. Oh, what did we do? We closed out the uh closed out the dinner with the uh did have the uh, semi loaded baked potato, by the way. Not a big Ooh. sour cream guy, so I opted out really? that. Really? everything else. I can't do sour cream. Not by wow. itself. Oh, man, all y'all got some fucked up dairy shit. I don't. I don't all y'all me. I don't, I don't know. You, you got something hiding in there. It's probably some shit like, I don't know. Like I had a cream cheese thing for a couple of years, but I'm over that now. And I had okay. a how, how do you feel about a cottage cheese? Yeah. I'm not a cottage cheese guy. I, just, I, I, don't I, have like that's a, I don't have an aversion to it. I just don't like it. I kind of feel like that's the final frontier for most people as far as dairy goes. Like mm -hmm. common dairy items go. I, I didn't like it when I was younger, but I feel like I'd like it now because there is a pretty good, like, nutritional, like, kind of proposition there in terms mm -hmm. of what it's offering, but... Hey, big ricotta guy, though. Big ricotta Ricotta's guy. not that different from God's ricotta's cheese, though. Stuff. I like, mean... They're, they're, actually, they're actually very similar products because they're both formed from, like, the leftover yeah, whey or whatever. Yeah. I, I just like the texture of, of ricotta yeah, over ricotta. Instead, it would go away. Well, of course, the uh, hmm. the best way to tell an authentic cannoli from a bullshit one is the presence of the ricotta versus, I guess they use like icing or some old bullshit in some yeah. cheap grocery stores. That makes Hates sense. Him. 
Well, yeah, but the ones that use ricotta are gross. So. Jesus Christ. Yeah, just ch chime in. Yeah, sweet ricotta is where it's fucking at. I uh, love me some sweet ricotta for cannolis. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm a big cannoli guy. I don't know if I've ever looking... actually had a cannoli, to be honest. I don't think I have either. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the uh, Italian festival. Italian festival guinea feast that we're doing in October in the town I work in. There's always good zeppelis, good, good sweet ricotta, you know, cannolis. It's really good for See, real paisanos only. That's the kind of multiculturalism I can get behind. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, I would, I would say that Italians are our greatest allies in Africa. <laughs> I get that reference. Wow. No, that that's a deep, that's a deep cut right there. It's a deep cut. Trying right there. to. Uh... You can you can tell I haven't done this in a while. Trying to switch to the earbuds and uh, realize I didn't have them paired to this computer. Ooh, hate to see it. Tough scene. Yeah, uh, Kingsport's pretty far up there though. Now that I look at the map again. No, it's so, not. I mean, no, it's not. It's it's it, like it's, it's not it, even as far as like, Dandridge. It's like it's definitely further than Dandridge. It's a little bit further than Dandridge. It's like three times the distance as Dandridge. No shot. No shot. If you look at the map from Maryville to Dandridge and then to Kingsport, it's oh, like... You oh, th oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, 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 sorry. Before we get any further in this argument, I'm not admitting I was wrong. I'm just going to say that I thought this whole time we were talking about Newport, not Kingsport. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, okay. I thought we were talking mm -hmm. about Newport. Newport isn't much further than Dandridge, so no. And Newport has some stuff I'd like to go see, actually. So. Newport's all right for a couple of different reasons. Uh, mostly that it's it's kind of a nice drive out there. So what you'd want to do if you were going out to Newport is you'd like want to go through, um, go to Sevierville and go out four eleven, and that's a that's a real nice drive. You know what you drive? You know what you drive past if you go that way. Hmm. The uh, bush. Mom's house. I wish. Holy shit! I wish. Uh, the Bush's Beans Factory. Mm. Yeah. Beans. Yeah. So you'll be you'll thinking be thinking about, about them beans. beans. Yeah. You won't be thinking about them beans. You will be experiencing them beans. Yeah. If I roll up there, will they let me like sample their beans? I'm, I'm sure there's a tour. I mean, yeah. If, my... you pay, if you pay for a tour and you don't get some beans out of it, that's. I don't know about you guys, but I need that tactical Kydex Bush's Beans holder for when I go to the movie theater and want to crack open a cold one of Bush's baked beans. Oh yeah, they got like a museum. Yeah, there's like the, there's like this old house out in front of it. Let me see if I can hit hit you with the uh, the street view on this. We back in the day, we just like found this by like accident. Yeah, I guess this is like the Bush House or whatever. We just drove past this on accident because we were just oh, you yeah. know. Oh, I, uh, yep. I did want to throw out there, by the way, speaking of Tennessee, I have an open invitation from my aunt to stay at her place if I ever come down to Tennessee. So I think the wide meetup is very much uh, where where she in uh, outside speaking. of Knoxville. Oh, okay. oh, that's close. Yeah, that's why I said I think uh, I think we're a shoe in for for a wide range day next year. Oh, very nice. So I think, you know, some of these places, because there's a lot of places that I have marked on my map as like places i'd like to visit especially food places kind of in a loop going through like seymour Sevierville, newport then up and up to the mountains a bit like i could justify maybe doing a big loop one day where we like sample items from various restaurants along the path you that's know you don't go in at any that's content uh, right you do like the you do like right. the appetizer menu kind right of. like yeah, you yeah. don't you don't go in on anything like you go somewhere and if, if there's like an a la carte menu where you just get like one little sandwich or something you know like a little mini burg a little slider or something you just get that, and then you have your appetite. You know, keeps rolling throughout the whole trip. That's a disturbing amount of brown children. 
Rude, have we uh, have we had the conversation about how uh, my town's the food town and you need to come visit? You told me about yeah. No, we okay, talked about okay. that. I thought we had. I just wanted to be sure. No, I mean, there's definitely some good looking stuff up there. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, that's not you know too far out of the uh, general range of uh, content, the content bubble, if you will. Oh, oh, I zoomed in on this. I was like, what's this? oh, this is uh, that's Christopher Place, isn't it? Yeah, that's Christopher Place. So, <laughs> is that uh, where Christopher is? Mm -hmm. uh, once upon a time, yeah, uh, yeah. Christopher Place was like it was like this like a glorified like uh, bread bed and breakfast. It closed down a couple of years ago because, uh, well, as you can see, it's um, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, even even by Smoky Mountain standards, so yeah, it was a pretty nice. That's place, not all so. bad though. Not all no. bad at all. No, but this road was a nightmare. This road is like it looks, just it looks like a nightmare. It's just big enough for like one car. Here we go. Let's get that street view on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Look at that. Look at that. You definitely want to be at this precarious of an angle, right? Well, and especially because it's so wooded on this side, there's like yeah. limited space to even pull off. Yeah. Yeah. There's only like only the descending party would have to be the one to kind of pull to the side. And it's like, uh, did y'all ever, yeah, I've ever seen that episode of Top Gear where they're in, um, I forgot where, but they're, they're driving down like one of those mountain roads and it's just like, you, you, when you come across someone, you literally have to like both like just go like a mile an hour as you like inch past towards each other. So one, one side, uh, you know, one, one car doesn't get pushed off the side of a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not a precarious mountain road like that, but there's roads like that out here, and when you're crossing. Oh yeah, oh many such cases. Uh, but yeah, now Christopher Place was cool. So, uh, you know, speaking of steaks, though, speaking of steaks, uh, your boy staked it up a little bit this week. Oh yeah, I saw yeah. that. And I tell y'all what, was this the best steak I've ever had? What kind of steak? Ooh. Uh, I think it was just a, it was just a ribeye, but it was cut very thin like just a ribeye i mean ribeye is pretty pretty good well i mean you know I, I'm, I, it's, we're, it's, a solid, it's a solid cut we're, we're not gonna get into it but anyway yeah I, I just you know just a ribeye but it was it was very thin it was like maybe half an inch so and in my opinion like a ribeye is is you know very easy to overdo so if you can have a real thick ribeye Especially if you're doing like charcoal, where you can't like really control the flame too much, it's very easy to fuck it up. But I tell you what, this son of a bitch was thin as the dickens. Threw it on maybe. Thin as your cock. That's kind of gay, dude. You're that's, the one who said dick. That's kind of gay, dude. Yeah, well, uh, this, this is classic pissler antics. That's yeah, I mean. Typical that's, pistler. That's kind of gay, dude. I'm, if I'm being real with you. Projecting on the others. That's kind of mm -hmm. gay. That's kind of gay. Anyway. Moving on from the homosexual element. Um, Can you ever really move on from the homosexual element in this day and age? Not around here, no. About five minutes. Both sides. Not a piece, total. I pull this thing off. And when you talk about meat that just melts in your mouth this steak i there was no part of the steak that was tough there was no part of the steak that was overdone even though i probably could have pulled it a minute or two earlier to keep kept a little bit more red in it because it was probably well 
It was probably a medium when I took it off. But it was good, Lord. That was the best steak I've had in my entire life. And I think Would it was not have thought that about the uh, thin cut ribeye. Yeah. So that's I'm from now on. That's that's when I when I'm out there aiming to get to get a steak. I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, yo, dog. Let me get that thin cut ribeye. I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of variants actually in ribeyes when I've worked at grocery stores. I'd eat them pretty often then because it's one of those things I say a lot. Like steaks, like it gets hyped up as like a, a high class fancy food, but it's like one of the easiest things to cook in the world. And uh, I'd eat that a lot after work. And I found ribeyes in particular always had a lot of variants in terms of like their their relative mass for a given size, like how thick they were cut. Um. And you kind of, you know, you kind of got to work differently depending on the thickness. Like a thin one like that, I would crank it really hot and sear and let the carryover heat get it about where I wanted it. But the really thick ones, I feel like you kind of want to reverse sear or whatever, you know, right? get it just right. Speaking of steaks, we had a, I was very, you, because, you know, it's, it's always a coin toss with a wedding, you know, is yeah, sure. going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Sure. Pretty good. Two two decently sized uh, sirloin medallions. They were. I don't think it was worth calling them medallions. I think they were way bigger than medallions. But very nice uh, red wine sauce. Really good potatoes. But uh, yeah, you, I would say it's probably the only uh, good thing from my my brother's wedding. You know, we're talking like a petite fillet here. Mm, little thicker than a petite fillet. I, okay. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like they were very very thick. Air quotes medallions. Yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah. Away some petites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go on. Yeah. How's that playing into the allegations? Yeah, I don't think that I don't. I don't think we're beating the allegations on tonight's show. Deny the allegations. Deny the alligators. I don't know. Honestly, the... I, I feel like you got to lean into the allegations, especially if they're comical. Yeah, I mean, uh, what what allegations are there towards petite women? <laughs> in fact, you know, in some places, petite women are unfairly punished, like Australia, where apparently, I mean, not that it really matters because porn's cringe, but they were like banned from porn because apparently petite women look too childlike to be allowed into that industry there. That's. You're right. That is that is kind of I'm kind of like on both ways on that one, because like on the one hand based because porn is evil. But it's just like just ban porn then. Right. Like, just, just ban porn. Don't yeah, just don't, ban don't, porn. Yeah, part don't of it. go like, half measure. Don't go half measure. Right. Like it's just one of those things. It's like on uh, on like Twitter when people like you like when they when they talk about people who look young or people who are like, you know, like innocent 23 year olds are taken advantage of by an evil 25 year old. You know, yeah. it's like it's like it's like you guys just don't want for, for people who are like probably bleeding hearts. I feel like most of these retards are like it's kind of funny to me because it's kind of like you're almost saying like this woman because she has some quality that makes her resemble younger individuals is just not allowed to have any sort of romance in her life like right. it's um but anyways that that was a weird uh side topic but well like i said we're not beating the allegations tonight so no why not just lean into them anyway so if you got to beat the alligators how do we feel about the alligator gars I I mean they're they're good fishing. Yeah. You've got to remove them though. They will feast upon the white perch if given the They will, yeah. Mm -hmm. Many such cases. In Luxend. In Luxend. One 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 what what is this what are the spiritual implications of this word? That's some dramatically overthought graffiti. That is some dramatically overthought gra graffiti. Kind of sounds like it's kind of like a like a really stupid way to say like you're blinged up. You know, ooh, yeah, in Luxent. 
Is there an urban dictionary for that? In Luxend. Wow. That's a... Ladies and gentlemen, I think we coined a new term tonight on the show. Or, well, we did, whoever... Well, we're, we're taking credit for this. Yeah. Because I think, honestly, finding the thing on Google Maps is kind of more significant than doing the thing. Hey, we got uh, Sam Hyde fans. World <laughs> peace. I'm confused by the two rally one, because uh, you're not in rally's territory. You're in checker's territory. Speaking, speaking of, I heard his stand-up was decent, if not rough around the edges. He did some free stand-up. I've seen his old stand-up stuff where he just like fuck uh, with people, and I thought it was kind of funny. But hashtag Save Our Children wasn't that a like a chud thing? Pro or best? I don't know. There's a lot of chud things these days. <laughs> Too many, some would say. I would. Yeah, but you would. Right. It's not, as, some some would. Say. As 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 the uh, as the groups. Like go to liberal. I'm the group's go to liberal. Some would even go as far I as mean, to call you like the I'm de facto done. libtard. Yeah. Am, am I? The... I feel like he is California. You have the most liberal values. Yeah. I wouldn't say like that's always the case. I think the the ways that you might have in mind. Here we go. Like I would say that in terms of how where my sort of anger in the current world is pointed maybe resembles that more than some others. Cause you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those who just goes, Oh, let's get the jubbles, you know? Right. I'm but like, maybe we let's, should. Let's just, let's just, that will also include a lot of jubbles. Right. Is this... you know, be, being a jubbles, is not just an ethnic thing. It's also a mindset. Is this a coffee shop that's in a laundry mount? Combination laundromat coffee shop, yeah. That's okay. I mean, if you have to go to laundry, that's kind of nice. Have you ever stopped to think maybe coffee is addicted to you? God, I, I hate this so much. Oh, I hate this. It's such a white woman thing. This is one of those like attempts to be avant-garde. Well, except nobody, yeah, we haven't guard any idea what the fuck this is. Hey, I, I'm really over coffee being this like thing that's just so played up you know like yeah it's, it's fucking like it's, bean it's, juice dude it's like, not a, it's not a personality stop trying to make it a personality right like there, there's there's actually in my opinion a pretty low ceiling on like how good coffee can be you know like like I'm well, not gonna i think, say Starbucks I, I think is, if you i think it's allowed to be part of personality if like you fucking run a coffee roasting business or if something. you run it but but see in order for it to be a good part of your personality your business has to not be cringe and they're making very your true. business cringe so. i i can i can think of some good coffee companies stocking milk coffee yeah is very beast no yeah there's there's uh, decent actually, ones out there's there, not but... really such thing as a based coffee company. i uh stocking i also milk. think we should Spit on a Black Rifle Coffee Company. Spit on. Oh, them. oh, oh what, you, mean, you mean the most base coffee in the world? You know, actually, that's funny. That place I was at last week, that biker place, like they had a whole like big display of Black Rifle Coffee Company stuff. Because like them, I spit on. Oh, uh, so it's so it's base coffee. It's like, it's heckin' right wing gun loving coffee. I, I mean, the, yeah. the CEO is quite literally a fucking closet homosexual. I feel like that has a lot of overlap with the demographic that partakes in like motorbiking, yeah. though. So. Yeah, like it's like it's like the performative, like the performative masculinity shit. You know, mm -hmm. like it's just 
Well, those things be like, oh, you know, we'll 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 rev our fucking no muffler bike for three hours in our parking lot, but uh, based. You know, there is there is such a thing as too far, it's, boys. We it, gotta it have is not based. No, it's not based. We, we gotta oh, have decorum, right. you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, boys will be boys. Huh, that's toxic. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know who I'm even making fun of at this point, but. Hmm. I think you're just making shit up. At this I just point. don't like people who drive, who ride motorcycles. Honestly, like it's not. There's not really anything deeper than that about it. But where are we at? I, I'm, I'm moving on because I don't care what you're talking about. Where are we at on Rude? zip lines, boys? On zip lines? Yeah, you can, you can go on one. I'm. I don't know oh, I'm not. I'm for them. Really? You're pro Absolutely. zip line in 2023 in, in this economy. In this economy. Absolutely. Wow. Okay, that's bold. I went zip line in Cancun. Like, the shit. In terms of height-based activities, zip lines are some of like the most enjoyable, safe uh, height-based. Like, like, look at this one. Look at like this one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Really? Wow, I've done that, except it was the rainforest over Cancun. Oh really? It was dope. Man, Solgner's kind of an international man of mystery, huh? Yeah, I'm a, well, a worldly fellow. I've only mm -hmm. been to Mexico and Canada, but yeah. Well, I, I mean, I kind hey, of, I... you got North America unlocked. I yeah, do kind of feel more. like after at the point where I'm doing that, I might as well just go more extreme at that point because I'm already kind of facing the fear of heights. Like I might as well just commit genocide. Like, oh wait, well, what? right. One thing, that, one thing they will encourage you to do um, is do one of the zip lines upside down. Hmm. Uh, oh, how does that you. how does that work? That's going to be you'll a no for me. They, they set you up on the harness just a little bit differently, flip you vertically, so you're up you're, so you're upside down heading through. They'll break for you, so you don't have to worry about flipping back up and breaking. Or okay, that's, like an that element, that's an extra element of trust that I don't love. But There's a photo of me doing it somewhere. Yeah, but you see, I don't know if I trust the zipline way to break for me. I kind of want to break for myself. But it, it's going to break whether you're going the right way or, the, or upside down. Hmm. It's the same result. Hmm. Just a cooler view until you splat. Hmm. I kind of feel like it would just be a little uncomfortable just with all the blood rushing to your head too like not even like the the old scary stuff but just like it seems uncomfortable to be upside down for a little while like that it, it is at first but it's it's faster than you think so it doesn't have time for like all the blood to drain to your head you're you're up you're upside down for maybe 90 seconds tops i try to be upside down never in life hey sometimes anyway, as, sometimes so life puts you upside down multiple zip lines in their life uh honestly I've been less scared going on fucking zip lines than I have been on like the uh, sky lift at Disney. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. There's a lot less danger in doing something like this, a professional zip line course, than there is a homemade southern style zip line over the creek. Mm. Mm. People like have gotten flesh eating bacteria and lost limbs over that shit. He's 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 right. Well, I feel like that that would just be a problem with the water source if you're getting flesh eating bacteria from well you wouldn't touch the water unless the zipline broke sure 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 i mean i just i just would stay away from water and known for having that type of bacteria in it if possible oh, wow. okay bigot yeah seriously pussy a little we need to see if there's a uh something in the area where we could put like if what, what are those things with like the giant hamster wheels they put you inside those big inflatable bubbles Oh mm, yeah, like the, the bubble boy things. Yeah, I've yeah, seen those. Except, except like on water, so Brood can get all the sensation of being on the water, but without having to actually touch it. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the ones where they push you down a hill. Well, see, you Ooh, gotta that you, like, see that sounds like fun. Yeah, that does. You gotta understand, Prude. Uh, Prude is a devil fruit user, so he can't technically touch water. 
Well, and I'm a cat, so. Okay, I felt like I felt like my One Piece reference was funnier there. So I don't. One Piece is cringe. So. No, it's not. One Piece is literally one, one of the best like, they ever made. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna watch a billion fucking episodes to get some mid like no. shonen story. No, not, it's, it's, it's just not happening. It's really all of it's really like everyone's like, oh, it gets good at episode. You know, it gets good at episode one. It honestly does. Yeah, I mean, yeah, One Piece goes hard. It's very wholesome. It's like because you know a lot of other shonens, it's like oh, you know, it's like I don't know. I don't really like shonens. So that says a lot that I you, like. You watch a decent number of shows, to be honest. but I don't like them. You you do you do. I don't like them. Like I, the you, only shonen that I really like is Dragon Ball, and that's only because like I've been conditioned to like you it from childhood. Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen. And I so no 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 no. You know what we're talking about. I'm talking like the big ones, like the big long running. Okay, ones. so we're so but the thing is like the shonen of the style of One Piece don't and like like the, the original big three for example, like Naruto and like. Like that style of shonen, I feel like has been on its way out for a long time. Like I don't think there's anything really comparable to that anymore. Right, but I don't like I don't like any of that stuff. Like the big ones. Like I don't like Naruto. I certainly don't like Boruto. I don't like um. Probably not a big Bort fan. Bleach. Bleach is okay. I've never really watched it, but it's it's like okay. But you know, I'm just not, I'm just not that. That's not me. You know, that's just not me. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. So I mean the the fact that I like One Piece. Do you like One Piece because it has sad girl elements? Is there is there some of that in there? I like One Piece for a lot of reasons. A, it's it's fairly legitimately funny at points. B, I like the art style. It's very different than anything and everything. C, I like I like the character depth. I'm a big character guy, so I like mm. I like that like each arc introduces like a whole new slate of like side characters and stuff. Um, I mean, I guess that's it. But I mean, what else do you need? Um, a good show. Well, you got one. It's right there. I just explained that good. The good show. Hmm. All right. All right. Whatever. Well, okay. What's your go-to shonen then? Well, again, I mean, I think because you're making the distinction between the old school and the new school ones, right? Like. Uh -huh. Of the old school, it's hard to say because I didn't like. He's I, gonna say some shit like fucking Gintama, dude. I, I've not watched Gintama. That was no, I, that was like a that was a Dilbert thing. Yeah, Dilbert was big on that. Ugh, I never he got that either. He, he referenced it a lot. Yeah, like, it, even it, even person he referenced it a lot. And it wasn't even that good of a show. It's, it's basically the Rick and Morty anime. Wow! Yeah. Wow! That's so offensive, but I I can't point. Oh, Kanae is in chat, and she's very angry about that t that comment. So, well, about which one? Dientama is the Rick and she. It she is, would it like it. It is good toilet humor, though. I don't know. I just don't like. It. Oh, who's my favorite? Oh God, who's my favorite One Piece character? Wow, that's. Oh man, that's hard. Um, I I feel like you would almost have to break it down by arcs. That's a cop out. No, and and Fishman Island, of course, it's got to be Shirohoshi, right? Am I right, guys? Right, right, Am I right, right, guys? Um, but overall, man, shit. I almost want to say Frankie. Oh, I don't know oh. if that's a, I, it. Kind of is, but I like Frankie. And to be fair, I've only ever watched the English version, so I'm basing my like my perception of the characters on their English voices. And I feel like Frankie's English voice is really, really good. Frankie's right, a good but pick. What's your opinion on Brooks? I like him. 
All right, bold, but your, fair. What's your opinion on Chopper? Oh, I love Chopper. Uh, you you have to use his full name. It's Tony Chopper. I love I love. In fact, I don't really dislike any of the main crew. Um, the redheaded bimbo kind of gets on my nerves sometimes, but like you know, like later on, she's you know all right. Oh yeah, yeah. Law Law, aka Derek Carr. I will stand by that to my dying day, uh, dying breath. I think they look like, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I don't give a shit if anyone else trying to gaslight me into thinking otherwise. Yeah, Trafalgar uh, Law is pretty good. Yeah. To answer your question about like my favorite older era shonen, I would probably say you know I have to dip into the classic uh, Full Metal Alchemist probably. Okay, I guess that's fair, but I, I just wasn't that big a fan of it. Oh, uh, it's like the competition's pretty pretty thin because it's like what else back then was even good, right? Tell you what, speaking of anime though, I've kind of gotten back into like full time anime viewing, talking like three four eps a night. Yeah, and I which means oh. that I've I've now gotten back into like going back and watching old older shows, um, mm. which I haven't done in apparently three years, which is kind of crazy. But um, I started watching Welcome Welcome to the NHK, which is actually really good. Uh, I'm in to watch it. It's good for so here's here's a couple of things, and I think I've I don't actually don't know if I have said the misses before, but when when like Crunchyroll and stuff came around, a, a part of the anime community died. And that was like the fan sub community, right? Because now, like everyone just rips, mm-hmm. everyone just rips from country, con- crunchy, country. Roll. <laughs> country roll, country roll, country roll, country roll. I'd, I'd watch country roll. roll. I'd watch country roll too. Yeah. Um. Uh, but you go back and watch like anything made before like 2011, 12 ish, and it's all you know, it's all fan subs, and fan souls had what we in the community would call soul. Right? right with a v of course um right. and it's always it's, it's always great when you when you watch one of those lines like you start seeing the fans i was like oh man that's really cool fan subs persisted and i think they still persist today and they can be really good but they're just like they're so few and far between it's kind of nice and then like as more and more things are getting picked up by like Crunchyroll and other services like that it's it's fewer and far between like i remember um geez what was it uh, I want, I want to say My Little Hero Academia, but that's not what it's called. What? what, what the, the witch one. Witch? Uh, uh, Little Witch Academia? Little Witch Academia. Yeah, that was it. Like, Little Witch Academia had fan subs. And that was 2017. Mm-hmm. And they were really good. But yeah, you just you just don't see them anymore. And uh, so, it, so that's, you know, that's a, that's a great thing. Because this show came out in uh, 2006, 5, 6, somewhere in there. Which was, you know, kind of, that was like, that was like that's like big peak otaku times, you know? Because yeah. that was like before anime started getting like really mainstream in the West. But it was like right there on the precipice, you know? What do we think was the inflection point for like when anime became normie for Crunchyroll. Well, well, Crunchyroll, but I was like thinking like series, like what series? Hero, do you think? Yeah, yeah. That yeah, well, definitely that was where it got really cringe. Um, yeah, no, was, anime was a hundred percent normie before my hero. Academia. Yeah, there was definitely that phase. Yeah, but that, that in was like the, that. that was the big one. That was the first big one. That's when you first started seeing like kids talking about. Yeah. Well, that's true, and especially given the subject matter of that show, I guess. Sense, but. I guess another one would maybe be. Um, 
Oh, uh, Tokyo Ghoul. I think that might have been another one. I've never watched Tokyo mm. Ghoul, and I have like no. Tokyo Ghoul in. was many, many years before My Hero Academia. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like that could have been another one that you could consider. When he was Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, I don't know. Oh, 2014. Yeah, that that feels about right. That feels about right. 2011. Started. Well, IMDB says 2014, so I'm going to go with them. I'm going to look at a list here of the most popular series by year. Um, I will say that a little bit before My Hero Academia, there's also One Punch Man, which, which, despite being a pretty decent show, definitely, uh, definitely started it. I can, I can finally chime in. I enjoyed One Punch Man. Was One yeah, Punch was Man... 2015 was when the anime first launched. Yeah, so 14, it's 14, 15, maybe somewhere in there. I tell you what, another one was also in 14 or 13, 14, 13, 14. I can't remember. Uh, Attack on Tide. Yeah, I was gonna say. I look at the list. It's right here for 2013. Attack on Tide. And then before that, the so by year, the most popular anime each year in this list is 2010 was Angel Beats. 2011 was Hunter oh, X Hunter man. remake. It's just Angel it's just Hunter Hunter. Angel Beats. It's just Hunter Hunter. Damn, I call dude. it Hunter X Hunter. There's an X there. Okay, whatever. I don't care. 2014 uh, was kind of stacked. Let's see. Sword Art Online in 2012. Yeah, big, 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 really? yeah. right there. Wow. Well, that's kind of an attack on uh, Solgner here. I a... binged SAO and I'll die on that hill. I like Please it. Don't. I like it. No, I like it. In fact, I'm going to go even further. I'm going to say something so controversial that it, it is going to shake the wide verse to its core. Get this. I liked Sword Art Alicization. I thought that oh. one was decently received. Like, are we in all like the Alicization is one of the considered one of the good arcs. It's the it's the second arc that is widely considered dog shit. Oh yeah, like, no, yeah, it's I it was season two that it was it was the second season that everybody hated, right? Yeah, the, the well, first I, I liked the, it. I didn't well, I didn't like it as good the, as much as the first season, but I liked it. The first season was split into the original death game, and then like the fairy shit was the second half of the first season, and the, the fairy, fairy shit was widely despised. Well, it had, yeah, the fairy shit. Not minded at all. Um, all I all I remember is like the first part of it was when Kirito like like got isekai'd into yet another world, and he had to like grow up from a child in the world. Mm. And then that's they were like, Alicization, is it not? Yeah, that's where are we not talking about Alicization? No, Wait, so we're, we're, talking he... about, we're talking about the original couple arcs of They're talking about season two oh, of the original, yeah. I never watched that. But no, well, watch. no well, what confused me is because season two of Alicization was also shit. Huh. Oh, see, I, I haven't seen Alicization. So, so, so you enjoyed Alicization without seeing the original stuff then? Yes. And, well, because it works. It works. Uh, what, are they it, like standalone kind of plot lines or something? It helps if you know the, like the characters and everything because they do introduce other characters throughout, and it's like yeah. otherwise you'd be like, "Who the shit is this?" But it's it's also one of those shows where they're also kind of like they're constantly like kind of reintroducing people because I mean it's made for children, you know, it's made for children. So right, uh, it, it's it was really good, but um, yeah, Alicization was really good. Like the first arc was like I said about him like growing up. And they have to battle through this tower, and it's really good. There's like meaningful deaths, and it's just, it's really good. But then the second one is like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like they're fighting like a war or something. It's just gay. I hate it. Mm. It's so what are everybody's thoughts here then on uh, Gun Gale Online? Haven't seen it. Okay, I just, like I, I just always remember the yeah. pink P90 or whatever in the promotional. Oh board, yeah. So. <laughs> well, are, are you talking the like main story yeah. of Gun Gale Online or the side anime? I, did, I never watched it. I just know the promotional material. So, 
Because the P90 girl is the side anime. Oh, really? I like the uh, green-haired girl. Yeah, I never watched it. What was the uh, the game, uh, Fatal Bullet? I think I, I played that game. It, it was okay. Oh, uh, yeah, I played that too. It was, it was all right. It was very okay. Yeah, it was extremely... It was one of the games of all time, definitely. Yeah, of all the games I've ever played, it was definitely one of them. 100%, yeah. Well, after 2013 with Attack on Titan, we then, 2014 was apparently Noragami. So. Oh my god, I love Noragami. Can no, they say 2014 in... was Akami Kill, Noragami, Terrible. Great. Fate Stay Night. Great. Unlimited Blade Works. I mean, I mean, the classic that started it all in 2014, Black Bullet. Can I say, remember yeah. Gunslinger Girl? No. no. I think I think that I think that's one. I think I think Kane might be uh, dating herself on that one. Yeah, that was, that was came out in like '83 or something. Uh, I don't one punch, know if that's true. <laughs> one One Punch Man, 2015. My Hero Academia, 2016. Black Clover then started 2017. Violet Evergarden, 2018. Oh my God. Demon Slayer, 2019. God, wait, Demon Slayer was 19. I thought it was. I thought it was out hmm. I thought it was a little bit uh, older than that. Two thousand three. Wow. Okay, this, doesn't, this doesn't sound. This doesn't sound IDO right. Started in twenty fifteen. This is this is saying that two thousand twenty one's most popular anime was Odd Taxi. That doesn't sound right to me. Huh? <laughs> well, I guess two thousand twenty one was a pretty shit year for anime. So maybe... What the hell was Odd Taxi? I don't know. It's just I'm reading a list on CBR.com, which is like one of those cringe like anime like. No, there's talk, no like, talking head sites Hold or whatever. On. Hold on, hold on. Let's check this real quick. There's no way 21 was that abysmal. Hold on. Let's go back and let's see. Summer 22, summer 21, spring 21. All right. Tokyo Revengers was 21. Are you shitting well, me? Well, CBR.com apparently doesn't care about Tokyo Revengers. Hold on. No, no, no. No, he can see. No, no. Horimiya was uh, Moshoko Tensai was 21. Are you shitting me? One Drag Priority, despite how bad its ending was, was 21. But uh, jeez, and I'm not even like I'm not even doing like uh, sequels. Like if there's sequels in Jesus Christ, if there's Eurocamp yeah. season two. No, and I, I hear what you're saying. I'm just saying this list is claiming the most popular anime from critics and viewers each year since 2010. So that's a pretty two, bold claim to say. Bro, to say on Daxi. 80, 86 and To Your Eternity were that year too. Those are considered like two of the all-time animes ever. But you're saying uh, fucking there, odd Taxi? Uh, well, apparently they were so mid because I never watched them. I've what, never... what the fuck is Odd Taxi? You know, oh, it was, it, was like a, some... it was a furry anime. Yeah, it's like one of those stuff, like stupid fucking B stars or whatever type anime. Yeah. I'm sure. You know what? I actually remember someone talking about this, and it was like, <laughs> it's one of those was animes. It, was that it you Corns? Can... I feel like this would be a Corns anime. No, it's just one of those animes that, like, you when you listen to it and you hear them talk and you listen to the dialogue, you can tell it's like there was a lot of western influence and now if you want to put any any combination oh, parentheses yeah, in that yeah oh so you're saying that was pandering to the demographic that gets really excited over netflix anime exactly <laughs> exactly that makes a lot more sense yeah Man. there was some great anime this year and you're trying to tell me odd taxi well, that hey don't shoot the messenger that was just what they're saying on this website that is a sequel to fake taxi <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure the fan base would like that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, no, that's 
Uh, okay, whatever. I'm just we're, we're gonna have to move okay. on from that because I'm so angry. Well, I, I mean, anyways, let's see. What? Let me check the year on this. Um, came out and started 2013. Okay, so anime was made in 2013 with Kill the Kill, so that's the most important part of the last you know decade. No, no, I want to point some. I want to. I want to push back on something. Kane said she said Full Metal Panic is a boomer anime. I liked it. Of course, I watched it like 15 years after it came out. Granted, but. I liked it. Helsing was good, but I only watched like the remake Helsing, which I, to my understanding, like the animation is certainly better, but, um, Full Metal yeah. Panic always suffered from having the same name as Full Metal Alchemist, but probably not being as good as Full Metal Alchemist. So. I think it's better. Really? Helsing, I think, was my first exposure to an anime that was not brought to us by Cartoon Network. Was it yeah. on? Adult Swim. It was on Toonami though at one point. I'm pretty sure. I think. Well, I think it was. After, I think it was well after like your because it, it was DBZ and Gundam for however long, right? Oh, good bet. Yeah. Man, uh, first anime that I watched that I didn't see at least one episode of on Cartoon Network or Adult Swim first would have to be. Uh, was that old cartoon? Uh, uh, <laughs> narrows it down. Uh, the the, co- the comedy one. Uh, that narrows it down. Y- yeah, it wasn't. Uh, family Guy. <laughs> yeah, Family Guy. Uh, Meat Show. No, it was, it was like the one before that preceded that. that I feel like kind of inspired it. Oh, um, uh, Manga Dio. Yeah. yeah, that one. I feel like that might be the one of the first animes I ever went and watched that specifically wasn't in some way introduced to me through. You know that 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 anime now is like very popular with a certain demographic. Sure. Really? Sure. Yeah. Really? Is it? That's it true. is. Also, also a demographic that's also big on Baldur's Gate three. Fun fact. Hmm. Yeah. A lot of crossover. A lot of crossover those two. I think I, I think I started watching Ozamanga Oz, at that time because I think that was like around the time that I got my first kind of acquaintance like first kind of acquaintance with 4chan or whatever. And I think at that time, you know, yeah. that was something that was posted about there. Which tracks like, oh, which tracks because a lot of like a lot of old channers um man you sure are letting those people live rent free in your head, Taylor. You okay? uh, that's are you are you are you of all people allowed to release really them? Yeah, I can say what I want. He's got plenty of room in there. It's like a big high rise, mm-hmm. you know. So, Wait, hey, are you of all people allowed to say that? Well, what do you mean? I'm saying you got a big asshole forehead. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, but when we say we're free, we're not talking about the physical dimensions of your head. We're talking about the spiritual dimensions of your head. Really? Well, if we're talking about the spiritual dimensions of your head. Then yours is a void. No, 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 no. It is a, it is a zero no, number. No, 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 no. Yeah, whatever. No, 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 no. Whatever. It's going to be one It's I a void because you can't comprehend the breadth of it. So you just kind of, it's like null in your mind. Right. Bro, you ain't got, you ain't got no breadth or bread, you poor ass son of a bitch. Oh. I, I got bread. You ain't got no bread. literally got bread in you, the fridge. You have, you have, you ain't never seen 10 bands in your life. It's sourdough. Okay. Well. Mm hmm. That's what I thought. Okay, well, that's that's what I thought. Anyway, moving on. Point point Taylor. Um, what are we talking about? NHK. Welcome to the NHK. Uh, so this is, I don't forget what made me download this, but I did like not too long ago, and I was like, all right, you know what? All right, you know what? I haven't I haven't like I haven't gone in on an anime, so I'll do this one. And like I said, it's it's really definitely one of those like um, quirky animes, if you will, mm-hmm. almost a little esoteric, if you will. Mm-hmm. I've only watched one episode, so I can't get real like. In- <laughs> so you're not getting, we're not getting the comprehensive. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, you we're using the word esoteric. 
I'm not going to get into the nuts and bolts of it, but it is very good. I like it. It's weird. Uh, the main girl is uh, rather cute. Someone even maybe goes far what, to call what, her. What kind of weird are we talking? Are we talking like fully coolie weird yeah. or like okay. yeah, something like that. Like like uh, the kind of weird that they're kind of like playing with animation styles and stuff. That's always a little and there's fun. a lot because yeah. you're seeing it. You're seeing it from like the main character's pr perspective, and he's like insane. Uh, in fact, I heard in the manga it's like even worse. Like in the manga, he's like doing heroin or something. Or maybe not like maybe not heroin, but he's like a heavy drug addict, and uh, he's it's essentially just driving him insane because he's. Yeah, what what, what Kanae said, like, that's what I know it for. Is I know it to be a depressing anime, and I know it's one of those that consistently makes like you know top anime lists too. But, mm -hmm. So I, I've been meaning to watch it eventually. Some would go as far to, in fact, maybe even call it a little bit of a sad girl anime. Really, but like a sad boy a sad anime. Boy? Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're very excited to be back on that. Back on that. Have you considered instead watching good anime, Yuri Yuri? Yeah, I've seen it. You guys rewatch yeah, we'll it. Watch it again. But I don't. I don't rewatch animes. But maybe you should. Unless it's Big O. Yeah. I've rewatched. Uh, I watched Big rewatched Big O like three times. I think three or four times. How about how about a uh, Kirino Mosaic rewatch? Hmm. Ooh, there's another classic. That is a classic, yeah. Uh, which I will never watch that show, but I do very specifically remember the uh, the spray of the blonde girl doing the airplane thing. Oh, dude, Karen? Yeah, Karen. Now, have you considered watching a channel? I don't know what that is. These buildings are nice. It's a little oh, maybe you should. Laurel, huh? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. It's a little hard to avoid sometimes. Yeah, I was actually I've actually found out that like a lot of these low lying bushes in a lot of things are like a very prominent low lying bush up there is the uh the laurel bush. So mm. yep. Can't get away from it. No matter how hard you try. Uh yeah, no, yeah. Um I I always like when we mentioned Kinero Mosaic and Euro Yuri, I always like to bring up I think it was Euro Yuri that Tony made me watch an episode of in like 2014 he doesn't remember it but i do i remember that happening yeah yeah because you were supposed strange. to be there you were supposed to be there with me i that doesn't sound right you were he no 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 no. there was there was a deal and we done something and tony was like all right you're both gonna watch an episode of like my favorite anime with me and i was the only one that held up my end of the bargain in many such cases many that such cases like something i would do it does because here's here's the reality of it i'm a man of honor and you're from California, so. I'm not spiritually from California. You are definitely spiritually from California. I've, I've avoided the taint. I don't think you California. have. In fact, I think you're like the number one taint guy. Know, this is the guy who's afraid, like making excuses to not get a gun. In yep. one of the most I'm not making excuses to not make a gun. Oh my talk God. Talk Shut to him. Up. I am, I am Shut not making excuses. Dude, I like you, but take the fucking L, my no, dude. No, no, yeah. no, no. What excuses are we talking about? My, my, only, my only excuse was I don't want to spend money until I have like consistent employment here. Well, I don't want to make a conceited effort to protect myself. I just hope the county police take 20 minutes. To come help me when a get car is eating me up. Get his ass. Get his ass. Get, get his ass. Okay, like no, I, I, I trust that my, if somebody busts the door down. I love you. I love you and I pray for you every night. Jesus Christ. Uh, look, if somebody busts the door down here, I got Tony here. He, you know. Does Tony have a gun? Very, very hey. feminine, relying on another man to protect hey, Tony, Tony, Does Tony have a gun? Does no, Tony he's, have a gun? he's got mafia connections. That's but does he have a gun? Is. What I do have. Tony, 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 as, as, you, 
As your as your out of state lawyer, I advise you not to answer that question. <laughs> listen, listen. I don't even need a gun to protect myself because as an Italian, people are just intimidated by my presence right. and give in. You the also mafioso. you also have your ringer. And I don't think I have to explain what I'm talking about. Correct. And also being from I New think, York, I think you do because I'm inherently scared. He has the man, the myth, and the legend. Jump. Uh, oh yeah, sure, 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 sure. Right. And ferocious, Jump, Jump will go 100% feral. Big Jump. Oh yeah, no, I mean, big bad Jump. Someone even say. He's been training. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, whenever Prude walks out, Jub goes out his ass. So. Nice. <laughs> he, he, like, attacks my feet. Based. See, there you go. You don't even need a gun. Right, exactly. So, so I did. can afford... Good I Lord. can save the money for now and then spend it when there's better cash flow. Jesus Christ. Listen, there is... I'm just... I understand. I get what you're saying. It's stupid, but I get what you're saying. But... We we but, also have the advantage of being in a very fortified position. You have to kind of have to go through a lot of options before you even get to our apartment. Yeah, sure, sure, we're sure. We're definitely sure. not anybody's first choice. I mean, granted, honestly, the real reason why I'd buy one anyways is actually for caring because my big thing is I don't ever want to go anywhere too urban uh, with, for say, for example, like camera equipment because that makes you an easy target. But I don't really worry so much about it if I could just shoot anybody who tries to rob right. me. Right, and actually, that that let me bring up two points stemming off of that because you actually make an interesting point. First off, a gun is an investment into your into your life. Like, there's no point right. where you go. It's like, oh, you know, oh, blah, blah, blah. no, a gun. You, like, that's no matter what, you go out and get one of them. However, I'm seeing a pattern forming here, though. You kind of layer your excuses, right? So that but, but even if, I only have one excuse here. Your excuses are like an onion. You peel back <laughs> one layer, and there's just another one. So <laughs> in this instance, in this instance, right? It's like, oh, I'm afraid to go anywhere, anywhere like urban or anything with my camera because I don't have a gun. So now you have an excuse to like not go out there and make content. Well, I've been I've been I've been a little I didn't go anywhere Tell urban. Me wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. There's a lot of places I could go that aren't urban. Not here and then I'm wrong. With a gun you could go anywhere. That's yeah, true. with a gun you could go literally anywhere. Literally anywhere. Even places you're not supposed to be. So so here here's one thing that I did learn was that despite there being the constitutional carry here, so I can't just go get one anytime, I guess, but in order to take it uh, now and granted that doesn't mean that you have to obey this necessarily but it probably seems prudent to do so because it's not very expensive like if you get the ex the uh ex whatever the extended license here or whatever that means you can carry it uh in places that you're not allowed to carry it otherwise like parks or uh like i, I think that, i think even like the national parks or something you might not be allowed to until you have the actual well, you have to remember things like stuff like even in constitutional carry states where they have additional permits going out and getting that additional permit think of it it's just another layer of defense or when you're involved in a, a lawful right, shooting. Right, I, I thought it's about that angle way. too. And and especially as as a first time gun owner, it might not even be a bad idea because I think you have to do a little bit of training for it anyway. So back me up. Well, I'm pro training, but I'm anti training mandate. Back me up, y'all. Does this guy kind of look a little bit like Solnir? Just a little bit. Tiny, tiny bit, yeah. A little bit, like first an old. Like, uh, oh, we're gonna go there. Okay. What? <laughs> what? That might be me in like twenty years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like in like a, a soldier in like twenty years. Like, like if like, if I go if if I keep a baby face, if I stay clean shaven, mm -hmm. gain about eighty pounds, 
Oh no, no way! That guy's eighty pounds heavier than you. That guy's a chonker, buddy. He that, that for for North for West North Carolina? No, I'm just I saying that uh that burger no. he's got looks mighty good. Though. Oh my shit! Man's my man's oh shit! They've got a cardboard cutout of the man himself. Let's go. Where do I? Where can I get a Donald? Anyway, while we're all here, um, cardboard. I do have to ask. On November 11th, will the four of us be in Johnson City? What's happening on November 11th? Oh, the WWE Superstars. The WWE Super Show, bro. I can be there. Is Party City selling? <laughs> I don't know, but they sell them. <laughs> it's not I'm... that expensive. And for 15 bucks. It's only three feet. It's not big enough. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, what well, is yeah. a six foot? How much is it? $30. I gotta go down to, uh, I gotta go down uh, to Tay's World. Oh, yeah? Let's see. Wait, what? He's going out of the table. Oh, that's not really. It's close enough. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Anyway. Thinking about that Donald Trump six foot cutout. I actually have a story about this. No shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this the year is 2022. Okay. Good Early. year. Good year. We just, we just in, in most circles we just say last year. No, no, no. It was twenty one. Oh, okay. Apologize. Well, that okay. Well, it doesn't matter because neither neither of those neither of those happened. So, so we were um, we were involved in acquiring a business. After we we were in the process of acquiring said business, the homeboy who's selling the place, we find out not only is he dumping all of the shop waste and everything into the creek, which is a big no no, and but kind of based in Northeast Tennessee. But um, takes all the furniture and all the inventory and uh, either takes it home or sells it all off. So the place based. will be left literally with nothing. You, you can't do that. Yeah, but still based. So we, um, we make, him get all, make him get all the shit back, put all the furniture back in the office and all that good stuff. So uh, takeover day happens. Uh, my old man goes into his new office, which is in there. They got a little corporate office in the middle between these two larger buildings. Opens the closet and hand to God, six foot tall to cut out of Donald Trump. Based. Just sitting right there waiting for him. Based. Very based. Extremely based. This is also very based on the screen. This, I is, like based. This. this is dangerously based. Mm -hmm. I had a phone call from a Jehovah's Witness the other day that kind of reminds me of this. No shit. <laughs> uh, they, they've gone to phone calling. I guess that's their uh, COOF protocol. Mm. Yeah, that's fact us all. Like, uh, you don't know me personally, but do you have a minute to talk about Jesus Christ? I was like, yes, but not with you. Yeah, that's the appropriate answer. It's like, I'd love to, but not with you. How the burgers looking? For a place called Burger Parlor, they better have some good burgers. Man, shout out to this burger place that is like in an, it's literally like an old, like, what, supermarket or something? Yeah, it's it almost looks like a, um, it almost looks like a fairground style building. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah. What big uh, county fair guys, by the way? County, fair, county fairs are pretty cool. I'm not opposed to being a big county fair guy. Well, I'm just a, the, is it fair season in your part of the state? Yeah, it actually is for them. I, I spent yeah, um, I spent a crab four fair days. over the weekend. It's it's my county's fair currently. I, my neighboring county, which I have reasons for going there a lot, it was their when fair last week. I was there fair. for four of the ten nights. I tell you what, y'all y'all want some guaranteed fun times? October fifth, the Gatlinburg Craftsman's Fair. 
And no, I'm not joking. I know I'm not joking. No, I am not even remotely joking. That's gonna be, that's gonna be heavily commercialized, though. That's no, the problem. I, I, with that I've been no, I've been to, I've been to this before. This is a fun time. They got a lot of the county fairs appear full of guard. You've been to this before twenty years ago. No, not twenty years ago. What? Mm. I mean, yes, I was at it twenty years ago, but I was also at it more recent than that. So. Mm. Mm. Got to remember. Uh, Got to remember next year though when uh, when Tay's in town. <laughs> so, uh, the Sevier County Fair is on August 29th. Mm. Well, that could be fun. That would be fun. Know. But the one that we're aiming for, the Jefferson County Fair. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. big okay. hey, big Jefferson County guy. In fact, I've heard that my Jefferson County Patriots are doing pretty good this season. I don't actually know that. I'm looking it up. Is that, is that a high school team? Yeah, that's the Jefferson County. Oh, they've got an early one. You can make both boys. It was. A, it'll be July 9th through the 13th. It's a short fair, four days. Oh, okay. Ninth through the 13th. Well, I I know you guys are very excited about this one. T Pain will be in town tomorrow. Yeah, I was gonna say I was just looking at the page for the the fair that's. Currently, the one that's in downtown Knox or whatever is running in, uh, until the 17th, I think. Actually, I was and joking, but they are, they are, they're three and one. So, I mean, that's not bad. Based? Yeah. They lose to? Oak Ridge. But they oh, beat Sevier oh, wow. County, though, so. Oh, of course, Oak, Oak Ridge might have that. How's Oak Ridge doing overall? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know where to look that up yet. <laughs> Oak Ridge High School. Bow. Let's see. Oh shit! No, there was Mac. I'll, I'll use Mac, perhaps. Oh well, they're they're undefeated, so there you go. Well, that's fair. Oak, Oak Ridge is pretty big. They have that nuclear power behind them. Yeah, a lot of money flows into Oak Ridge with the nuclear power plant. Mm -hmm. They also have kind of a cool logo. Yeah, really the, the, the most important thing—the most important thing for a team—I mean, Oak Ridge, not Jefferson. Jeff City, but... Jefferson County is is three and one, two and zero oh in conference. I mean, hey, am I hearing a six A Region One state championship? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Who they got? Who they got this week? Let's see, Morristown, Hamblin East. I don't know. Oh no, actually, I do. We were just talking about Morristown earlier because it's the disc golf capital of Tennessee. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> uh, why do they play them back to back? What? Oh, oh, Morristown Hamblin West. That's weird. I've never. I mean, I guess I guess Hamblin is the county, I suppose, but I've never heard it like put that way. And Morristown East is not doing great. No. Then they got West Ridge, which is uh, Bluntville, Farragut, Cock County. And then they got uh, y'all's. Then they got y'all. I guess y'all are like their big rival at the end of the season. Really? Really? Oh, shit. <laughs> William Blunt Governors are 5-0. and oh. Holy shit. Uh, never mind. Maybe not. Maybe, 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 maybe the team's much... not as cool as Oak Ridge, though, so. But yeah, but nobody cares. I'm, I'm talking about Jefferson County. Who's the quarterback of William? Brian Cortez. I don't love that. Or Brett Cortez, sorry. Oh. Yeah, I don't love that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Hmm. Is, he, is this guy wider? Wait, wait, wait. A slight touch of ethnicity to him. 
I think that would be your um Oh, I just saw what Kane said. If you guys want valuable feedback in your stream, maybe have what you're talking about on screen for once. Uh yeah, that's impossible because we change it like every 5 seconds. We are just this is a stream of consciousness. Oh, I thought I stream. thought you just have one of your screen stream all the time. You can you can hop into the stage and see it. That's true. I I don't tend to because I mean it's not I I cuz see what I keep in mind is like, you know, there's two audiences for this show, right? There's people that are watching and then there's going to be people that are listening. So if I have stuff on screen all the time, of course I guess that you're right. You know what? You're right. I I heard it. I heard it when I said it. Yeah, but people who are listening should realize I mean, yeah, it's nice that you're listening, but you're kind of inferior to the watchers. Wow. Yeah, I mean, well, the watchers can interact with us. Wow. He went there. Do you, you might you realize my parents want listen to this show? Well, you just called my parents inferior. Apologize to my mother oh, and father well, right listen. now. I, I am not going to apologize to an Eagles fan. A, a, apologize to Barry and Linda Bickham right Get now. They asses. Get them. <laughs> I will not apologize to an Eagles fan. Oh, she's only an Eagles fan because she likes Jalen Hurts. Listen, I don't really care why you're an Eagles fan. I just don't like the Eagles. <sighs> okay, Kim, listen, let's go back to let's go back to the Gallenberg thing. All right. Okay. So that for the the fifth or the twenty second, the Fall Craft Bear. Now, listen, guys, this this is fun. This is fun. So it's 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 in the convention center, and it's it's fun because it's not just like artsy fartsy stuff. They got all sorts of shit. They got people like they got vendors selling like uh like snack food and stuff like they've the uh, last time they i was there funnel cake oh maybe, they got, maybe. They got them big corn dogs they don't have that but they have like they have people like selling like oh, homemade uh, they have people like selling homemade dips and stuff that's they very candy nuts they yeah they definitely have candy nuts oh wait no i i stepped in something didn't i no that was a legitimate question oh yeah, then yes no good. they yeah no they definitely have candy nuts 100 percent They've got a lot of they've got a lot of snacky stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Do they have fried pickle nachos. I don't know. Who does. Who's that? The Russell County, Virginia County County Fair. Oh Jesus! Has fried pickle nachos. Let's look at it. Hold on. The Gallenberg. Maybe one day we'll come to your shit ass county fair. Get it? Drag, drag his ass. Drag his ass. Not my county. Oh, so it's, it's not so this is like some stolen valor situation he's shilling some other county's fair you damn sometimes, right you know sometimes that's the nearest fair you got my county's fair is this week i'm gonna go at some point hey so mm. what's everybody's uh favorite fair foods elephant ear what the fuck's an elephant uh, oh funnel cake funnel sorry cake and yeah. corn dogs funnel cake corn dog i like i like that fresh squeezed lemonade is that a southern thing how about a, how about a strawberry lemonade what, what is elephant ear? Frozen, frozen. It's called an elephant ear. If you mean funnel cake, yeah, we call it funnel cake where I'm from. Yeah, funnel cake here. Yeah, funnel cake here. Hmm. Oh, apparently, okay, apparently an elephant ear is something different. We just, yeah, I don't know, we're just using it wrong. Hey, it wouldn't be the first time we've done that in the South. Yeah. Um, I gotta say... About, um, chocolate dipped cheesecake slices. That sounds good. Wow. I, I'll, I think in... I don't like cheesecake so the last few times i've gone to the fair i think the item i've looked forward to most was actually like i don't know the actual term it's like the australian battered potatoes or whatever where it's like huh? the, it's here here i'll show you a picture Th this guy goes to a fair and looks for fucking potatoes. they're not actually australian nobody there is australian hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm gonna do something rare here and come to prove's defense are you wow. talking about the san, the san diego fair is the king of fair foods is it really oh, no, it's oh yeah 
I mean, I, yeah, because I mean, I've gone, I've the, the one in Del Mar. Yeah, I've gone to that one. Oh, Del Mar? That's where I grew up. Okay. Is there a Del Mar, New York? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I mean Del Mar as in the the town that's at the northmost reaches of San Diego city limits, basically. Um. Anyway, I posted it. I posted the potatoes in question in the beef in chat. Uh, it's like these batter. They're crispy, like thin sliced potatoes, and they serve them with a cheese sauce and a ranch sauce and bacon bits, and they're really I good. I almost thought that was gravy for a second there. I was I was on board. Uh, gravy would be good on these, probably. Yeah. I, honestly, kind of just give me the potatoes and just, I'll dip whatever or, you know, eat them with whatever sauce. Like I can eat a curry sauce with them and they'd be good, I bet. Um, I just, you know, they're just they're like they're like way better than fries, though, uh, in terms of texture and flavor, typically. So how do we, how do we feel about the Texas tornado fries? Texas tornado, I have to look that up. Uh, trying to find you a good example of the uh, the Texas tornado. Oh yeah, they're like the spiral sliced. Yeah, but fully loaded. Um, that sounds good. It's got your ranch. It's got your hot sauce. It's got your uh, oh yeah. Chili if you want to go that route. Look, here's the thing: if if it's something that pairs with ranch and there's ranch with it, I'm gonna be a fan of that. I'm a big ranch guy. Big ranch guy. Yeah. Same. Big ranch guy. It has to be good ranch. Though. It can't be no fucking pre bottled. Uh, what Nature Valley or whatever the fuck? It has to be. Yeah. Has to be the good stuff. Like, it has to be like I think the the baseline for a really solid ranch is like the Cisco Ranch. I actually like the Cisco Ranch, but it, from there it gets better. Oh, trying to think what else they had. Um, actually, so uh, my stolen dollar fair. So they had a uh, they had this American you know a typical American food joint had your burgers and fries and chili dogs and whatnot, but they got bought out by a Mexican restaurant. Hmm. So they set up a food truck with a, all of the same fare that the old place had, but they added Mexican food on top of it. And they had some banging quesadillas. That's fun. I never thought of quesadillas as quesadillas. food. It worked. I, I could see quesadillas being a food that's pretty easy to modify in kind of like ridiculous fairways. Just by the nature of its construction or whatever. But yeah, like they just they kept it simple. That had it in cheese dip as well as the cheese on the inside, steak or chicken or whatever you want to do on the inside. I kind of feel like any savory ingredient could kind of be put inside of a quesadilla if you chop it fine enough. So, and that's always fun. Um, Tony, what are your thoughts on quesadillas? Um, I prefer chicken dillas that don't have any queso in them. And it's just chicken. So it's just like it's like a tortilla wrapped around chicken. <laughs> Well, no, it's it's you know it's two tortillas, quesadilla style. It's just it's just filled with chicken, and there's that sounds miserable. That sounds miserable to eat without anything binding the chicken. Like I would just roll it up at that point and eat it as like a little burrito or something. Because do you dip it in some salsa or something like that, or do you just go raw dog? You just go all in. The fucking eat salsa for. I just I feel like it'd be dry. I feel like it'd be a that, problem. That, that sounds a whole it's lot only like dry the, if your chicken's dry, like. It sounds a whole lot like the uh, the like the gimped uh, chimichanga that I made for you. That was literally just like chicken on the inside. <laughs> like well, yes, it's the same concept. It's just like that's just so uninspiring. There's so many delicious things you could put on it. I'm sorry that seasoned chicken isn't tasty enough for you. 
I'm just saying when I'm getting you Mexican need fucking rotting milk to when I'm better. getting like, Mexican food, your, I just what's for what's me wrong the with your senses that you need rotting milk to make meat taste good. Well, the, the attraction to Mexican food is the layers of just tasty things that you're getting, right? Like you're yeah, getting well, maybe you're getting a tortilla you and a protein. Layer on some better senses in your mouth. That way you don't need rotting but, milk. But then on top of the protein things. and the tortilla, you're getting like. You might be getting lettuce, you might be getting salsa, sour cream, guacamole, maybe some beans no, in the mix. I, I like there's a whole there's a whole lot of fun things that you can add. This dude eating beans. Yeah. yeah. I would never be that guy caught eating beans in a movie theater. This dude eating beans. You a uh are you a tamale guy, Tony? What? Have you had a tamale before? Uh, I don't know what a tamale is. So I love I love it's, tamales. It's basically uh, it. I, I mean, how I would describe it? It's like it's like a masa. Is this, another, is, is this another one of those Mexican things where it's the same thing as seven other things? No, 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 it's, it's no. a little bit different because it's almost more like a dumpling with a masa like exterior, which is basically like a almost like a corn. Like it's like kind of like a thicker tortilla almost. But I think we're talking about different things here. The tamale I'm familiar with is in a corn husk. Yeah. Well, it's in the corn husk, right? But the the stuff that's inside the corn husk is what we call masa. Mm, yeah, which masa. Is basically, that like, like it's it's a. I, I still know how to describe the texture because it's not as solid as a tortilla. It's right? like it's, like, it's of, a little bit more wet. It's kind of like boudin. But yeah, a little bit like boudin. Actually, I was yeah, gonna, I was gonna say it was like it, it's like dry. Well, not dry, but like a like a more solid like oatmeal. Yeah, because if it's dry, it's shitty. Yeah. Right. Or like, I guess because of the fact that it's corn based, you could say like just really solidified grits. Like, have you ever had polenta? Yeah. It's a little bit like that, actually. No, I'm um, white. Jeez. All right. Well, you know what? Actually yeah, a white you know what? You know what? No. One of those things I can't eat because it sounds too much like placenta. Yeah, I, <laughs> I actually kind of agree with that. Anyways, like... all I'm gonna say is that I've had some. I, I like tamales when they're good, but I'll say that a lot of the ones I've had in life, even like the, the good authentic ones from like the little Mexican cart lady or whatever, a lot of the ones I've had have been underfilled, so it's just too much masa, and then you're just eating a bunch of fucking like cornmeal basically or something. Well, it's not good. We all know how Prude feels about masa. Hmm. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Solnir. He's not even Southern enough to get that joke yet. Hmm. Oh, no, yeah. no. Mm -mm. Well, I mean, depending on... I, I might get it. I might get it. Here we go. All right. Do you get it? Okay, okay. When you say massa like that, all I'm thinking of is like a like a black caricature of like a slave or something. But yes, maybe. of course. That's of course. Well, then how? Oh, okay, yeah, then I get I, it. I don't think you have to be southern to get that one. No, yeah, that's, not, that's not exactly esoteric. No, you had we, to. We made it. those jokes up in fucking white ass New York. No, you didn't. Do, do southerners really? Yeah, do, do they? Yeah, do they, do they I, I think the really do. Yeah, they, they think that like that like nobody else in the country just like has humor based on slavery or whatever. Like nope. nobody's ever. Y'all aren't even allowed to make those jokes. You like go to prison. They like shoot. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, Jerry Brown like comes about. back from the grave and shoots you. <laughs> As recently in like 2010, Wait. in like high school, for example, the, the people that I knew were pretty open about making like racial jokes about each other. So oh, I don't know. Oh, that's that's depressing. Jerry Brown's still alive. Hmm. <laughs> Spiritually, that, he's that, not. That ruined like, my day. Yeah. Why is there a zebra at the fair? You can help solve that. Today. I don't know, um, but in a little over a month, I will go find out why. Maybe it was raised by Triple H or whatever. 
bothers me when I hear British people talk about them. Triple H is the wrestling one. Yeah, I was going to be like, what? This is, is this a deep wrestling reference I don't remember? <laughs> ever um ever attended a chicken auction at the fair? Mm, I attended the auction, but I've seen no. The... But I was a I was a big pig race guy. Oh, my, uh, mm-hmm. we didn't have the pig my... races, but um, we did have the uh, the one night that I went. We, we went for the bull riding, of course, and then they had they also had bronco riding. The professionals now, mm-hmm. but they had the kids out there, and they were doing uh, sheep riding. They were they called them mutton busters. Nice. And the sheep don't buck, but they just take off full sprint. It's funny yeah. as hell seeing these yeah. like five and six year olds just clinging for dear life to this fucking sheep. Oh man, Un- unfathomably based. Yeah, the shows and stuff at fairs are fun. I will say, uh, over the years, I've won several art awards at the San Diego Fair. Here we so. go. Okay, Chris. Damn, dude, you went for the jugular on that one. It wasn't that kind of art. Went for the throat. I feel like you got to apologize for that one. That's rough, man. That's the first murder we've had on the fucking podcast. That one. Anyway, my uh, my stepbrother's girlfriend raises competition pigs for fairs. Oh yeah. Yeah. While while we're on fair talk. Well, there's gonna be some fair talk here coming so, up. So, like, like the cops compete or something, or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that gal does not look happy to be there. We weren't. I was. I was trying to move on from that quickly because I recognize those colors as high school. So we were just gonna move on. Mm. She's also mm-hmm. unfortunately a Georgia football fan, so we have disowned her what? family. <laughs> oh, now we're going back. How did you get Georgia football from her? Yeah, I'm talking about my. I'm talking about my stepbrother's girlfriend here not oh yeah yeah i can see he was talking about whole, that oh the whole disowner from my family thing your stepbrother uh, has good taste yeah based hmm. Hmm. no actually hold, hold up georgia which is kind of an l did your step that's funny i don't see them taking any l's this year well hmm. watch out until they play kentucky yeah I mean, there's a out. lot of blurry photos coming out of the fair here i, I mean say. hey it's I'll, the go ahead and, I'll go ahead and call it by 30 now just like literally right now, and I'll bet you any sum of money in Minecraft that you want to bet. I don't know, dude. Have Have you like looked at what Carson Beck looks like? Have you looked at these bands that I'm willing to throw on the table to bet that I'm right? Wow. Oh, damn. Wow. I don't know, dude. You know, let's Let's not forget last year against. Oh, hang on, hang on, back up, back up. Uh, Prude bands represent thousands of dollars. No, he. he I think he knows. Wait, were you impl- did aren't, somebody imply that I don't know what bands means? Aren't bands technically supposed to be 10k? Uh, we're talking, hold on, are you talking stacks or bands? I think a stack is 10k. What, what about racks? How do we feel about racks? I think stacks, stacks and racks are the same thing. Yeah. God, we are so white. No, wait, no, you're right. Bands with the rubber band around the small bills to with the, in the big chunk. You're right, you're right, you're right. Hmm. Hmm. C notes a hundred, stacks a thousand, <laughs> racks a thousand. Hmm. Oh, nice. Uh, that's a coat hanger hat. Tyler Galvez. I might know this guy actually. That name Dude, sounds familiar. Based? I don't. I don't know. That name just sounds vaguely familiar. Anyway, uh, through. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna be real with y'all, and I this I this may be like too much of a self dox, but. And I'm just going to leave it at this. I'm just going to leave it at this. You. That, that, that is him in the that, bee suit. That's not me, but I have worn that bee suit. 
Really? I have worn that bee suit, and it is not enjoyable. The lengths you go to to hate Georgia, you dress up like a rambling wreck from Georgia Tech. Wow, that's uh, a deep cut right there. When you wore the bee suit, were you just being yourself? Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, now, no, to be fair, I, I've never been in the parrot outfit. Okay, but well. I have been in the bee suit. And it is not You're a feminine bee suit? You were a fem bee? <laughs> it's a little, it is a little, it's a little feminine. It's very feminine. It's, it's a little nice. feminine. It's a little feminine. Whoa, whoa, she was, she was not happy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That woman was upset. Was what, this one? No, no, you skipped one below that. Right there in like the aquarium or yeah. whatever. That, that woman, she's she's not happy. Uh, I, I can't answer that, honestly. Looks like she's being a bitch, frankly. Do we do we have a bad fake tanning accident on the hairline there? Or? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I don't. I, actually, for my own, the same person to me. <laughs> for my own sake, I'm actually going to move on from this. Yeah. Okay. Because because the allegations, right? No, not the allegations. Just, oh, okay. just don't worry about it. I'm just don't worry about it. But uh, oh, you know them. Okay, I get. It. I think I might actually, and then I don't oh, want to. We're just going to move on. We're just going to move on. We're just going to move on. A little too close, close to home. home. A little know. too close to hometown, you might say. Oh, God, no. Don't you can just hear her saying in the phone, that motherfucker, Tyler Bickham. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Couple, couple of bitch. A couple of people have said that in my lifetime. All of them working for the paper. <laughs> yeah. I'm banned from the paper. Rip. Last time I wrote in, they didn't even write it. But they did. Re they referenced it like later on, but they didn't publish it. Which is fun, because you know they're reading it. Publication. Oh, yeah, man. I'm gonna shut I'm gonna shadow ban them from this mortal realm in Minecraft. In self defense, of course. Mm -hmm. No, you, you have to say in Roblox these days that That's Edronda true. in Minecraft. That's true. Oh, but yeah, there, it, within the next month there will be some serious fair talk going on on the show. Alright, so and I hope little, and little I, you know what? In fact that's an open challenge. That's an open challenge, because I've on my end I'm gonna hold that bargain up, will y'all? Uh, I mean, we could go to the Knox Fair like tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, probably not tomorrow because I, uh, you know, Tony's got work. But uh... is, is Knox open right now? Well, it it runs until the seventeenth, I think. There you go. Okay, so you're on part. So no, it's July twenty second through the. No, that's Ohio. Never mind. This is a Knox County, Ohio. Wow. Yeah. Ohio. 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 Oh yeah, shit! You're gonna go tomorrow and see T Pain. Yeah, that's what we said. That's what we said. Earlier. We were oh, literally talking about that earlier. I don't. Oh, listen, yeah, somebody I, said that. I don't it's listen. It's a formal name, the Tennessee Valley Fair. Y'all miss Travis mm -hmm. Tritt though, so. Oh, that's Honestly, okay. I, I think I'd rather see T Pain. Honestly. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I, I have a Travis Tritt story. No shot. Go on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I didn't hang out with him, but I did hang out with his entire family. Yeah. In in my ATL days. All right. Uh, neighbor buddy of mine. Uh, we end up going to the yeah. uh, PBR bar. Oh, okay, right the but, Park. but more importantly, what's the best Travis Tritt song? Oh, goodness. That's a mm -hmm. trick. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, goodness. Um, do you go? Here's a quarter. I mean. Yeah, I feel like you got to go something from the 90s. I, f I feel like, yeah. I feel like for me, it's either trouble or best of intentions. I know best of intentions was a little bit later on. Solid choice. I'm not going to fault you for. I that. like here's a quarter. It's okay. But I feel like that's like, you know, his 90s stuff was was good, but I feel like he didn't really find himself to the late 90s, early 2000s. 
So I, I would have to go tr either trouble or best of intentions. So, so uh, didn't get to hang out with Travis, but did get to hang out with Teresa. Yeah. Travis Tritt's wife. Uh, the pictures don't do her justice. Teresa Tritt. 110% smoke. Oh my God. Kinda, yeah. What the hell? So we're in the, uh, before I know it, we're, we're, we're moving to the back of the bar. We're going back into the VIP section. We, we got buckets of beer and all that. The, um, the daughter is apparently also a singer and she's got those, uh, there's way too much white in her eyes. Right. Like, it looks like she's going to cut you at any moment. Like she's a prude kind of girl. Oh, nice. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Small, petite, will stab you. Hmm. But the, no, just what more can I say? They were the, like the chillest, nicest people just hanging out, treating me like they'd known me for 10 years. Um, her, Teresa's mom was there as well. Cool as hell, old lady. Just having her a good time. I want to give a quick shout out to Travis Tritt's Wikipedia page in which one of the sections is titled Alleged Paranormal Encounters. <laughs> Based. What? <laughs> well, wait, I feel like that we, we can take that as a segue into the whole Mexico thing that happened today. Oh, yeah. Wait, what, what happened, Mexico? Oh, he doesn't know about Mexico. <laughs> they, I... they had, like, a government hearing or whatever where, like, a quote-unquote UFO expert presented some mummified alien corpses. Oh, I think I saw a picture from that. No, no, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Um, Go on. Yeah, I mean, listen, my man's brought out two supposedly a thousand-year-old mummified alien corpses with 30% DNA that we are unable to identify. Interesting. And hey, some people say it's like paper mache and it's fake. And they say this guy's got a history of being debunked and you should trust the science. But I choose to believe. Yeah. Same. I thought that was Diane Feinstein. So you'd say that you want to believe. Oh, there's no wanting. I always believe. Believer, big believer. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at them and they, they, they look kind of fake, but I'm, I'm with Tony on this one. I, fuck it, I believe. No. I think I'm figuring it's, I got to take the enlightened center position here. The truth is somewhere in the middle. Like, this guy's oh full of shit, but so was everybody in that hearing. Right. Well, what the if truth this is, is just the, the, uh, the latest attempt by, by them with Echoes to, uh, well, to, to, uh, pass off Project Bluebeam, you know? Oh, okay. Now you're spitting. Let him cook. A little concerning if we buy into it just like that. I mean, I do want to believe, but how are they going to use this? Right. How are they going to support our jubbles with this? Right, 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 right. Um. Well, that's interesting. Um. Well, speaking of fair arcs, I did know on the ske on the schedule we also had the the Guild Wars uh, arc. Um, and the long and short of that is, uh, Tony and I have been playing Guild Wars two again. Yeah, and uh, because of the new expansion launch, it's pretty decent. It's a nice little bite sized expansion so far, but there's future releases attached to it. Um, a lot of cool new systems, new yeah. new new kind of like daily reward system that's very nice. A lot better than the old one in terms of what you're getting out of it. Uh, the new daily system is very nice. Yeah, I mean, you basically get like like almost a free legendary like it takes care of a lot of the costs associated with it what, what do we look at this picture of this i was this just gonna say does anyone child? does anyone want to pop in a comment on what we're seeing here 
I don't like I what I'm saying. That one ride. Oh, okay. I don't like Good what call. I'm saying, but uh, is this? Um. Oh, it's uh, it's uh, 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 uh robots. Uh. No, and they're 3D printing. Cool. What is this? What is this page for? <laughs> that was the Valley Fair. Page. Yeah. Um. What? Hey, here's the question. What pride flags are these? <laughs> I know they're not. I know they're not. But that's the joke. Yeah. Uh. Anyways. Uh, wild bots. And also, if you if you don't look at it very long, it almost looks like it says "wide boys." So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, everybody should play Guild Wars Two. It's a good game. Um. Happening. Uh, did you know um, Guild Wars 2? I will agree, good game, by the way. Did you know that the main, um, not protagonist, but the uh, the main like accompanying NPC, did you know that she's gay? No. Which she one is that? She's married. No. Listen, I, I'm, listen I, I know the joke you're doing, but I don't think that character's been relevant in literal years. Oh, wait, are, are, we, are we talking about Casimir and Jory? Because... I know they're married, and I I I'm involved with them actually. Gay, so. by the way. Yeah, but you know who aren't who isn't gay? Timey, because she literally has a boyfriend now. Based. Good for, I, good I don't for, think good I, don't, I don't think they're official in the narrative, are they? I mean, you literally tell Zoja that she's dating, so. Well, okay, but I mean, so people mean different things by dating, right? Like some people would say they're dating, but they wouldn't call the person their like boyfriend or girlfriend yet. You know, like. Huh. Huh. That's definitely these days. That's a cultural thing that Zoomers do. Like, well, they're not Zoomers; they're Assyrians. Well, I'm, I'm just saying that, like, it's the only evidence we have so far that they're actually dating is the part where you put them up to like accompany you to the uh, the date between the two the two Jim listen, characters. Listen, listen, listen. There is very clear interest between the two in the story, and you straight up tell another character they're dating. They are very much together. And even even if you say like they aren't officially boyfriend and girlfriend, it's still a male and female major character that are dating and are clearly not gay. Sure, sure. I mean, I mean there's, there's been plenty of characters that aren't gay in this in the story. Like, oh uh, well, I can tell you one that is one. the main the character you play. Hmm. Hmm. Get his ass. Hmm. Well, it's true because for that mission, I did take a. Uh... Canuck because the other options were dumb. I bet you've taken some Canuck in your life. Being said there, good game. <laughs> well, because uh, the other options were Ayumi, who's a literal who, like Kestrel or whatever, and then uh, the other option was... I have was... no idea what, what mission you're talking about right now. The, the mission where you have to, like, at the end... Did you play the uh, the End of Dragons, like, extra missions before the expansion? Oh, I haven't, no. I see. Oh, well, that's why, yeah. Like, so there's... The epilogue for End of Dragons basically involves actually facing one of the uh, the new bad guys or whatever, but you don't know it's one of them yet. And uh, and then at the end, there's like a like a triple a triple date that happens. And you accompany oh. you the, you know the the Jim Juke like detective guy Rama or whatever. Um, he wants to get with like the police chief or some bullshit, and then you accompany some no name character, and then Timmy and Gora come with you or something. Oh, so the people you're saying aren't literally that's, that's exactly, I'm saying that was a performative thing where you're just doing it to enable Rama, right? And make his thing because he's nervous oh, or whatever. This sounds like oh, a no performative thing. This sounds like a precursor to a polycule. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I am looking forward to the plot line in a future release where uh, Gork gets NTR'd. You would. Happen. Well, I, I would like everyone to know I have just hit the diamond tier of rewards on Worldly World for the week. Oh, for ha- oh you been playing during this? I have a hard time, what, like, what doing... I have a hard time doing, like, talks like this while getting deep into something like Worldly World, so... Jesus. I mean, I'm literally just, like, auto-attacking random people that walk around. So. Well, that's true, that's true. It, it yeah, is yeah. tough. I'm working on, uh... I just, just finished Dragon Slayer on the hardcore tech. Yeah? Yeah, I had to w- I waited a little too long to do that one. We yeah, well, too, you uh, know, hey, better safe than sorry. Family Crest now. I've got a dragon you can try to slay. Yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Eh, I don't know that I call it cool. Yeah, okay. Well, all right, you're talking about... You're talking about Get Wars 2, and I was prompted to re-download it. So here's my question. What the hell do I do? Well, I mean, have you been playing? You don't have the new expansion, do you? I don't I haven't even finished. I didn't even finish the old expansion. Well, I mean, that's good to do. You could finish that. Um, you could do the Wizard's Vault thing, which is the new daily system, and get basically a free legendary. You just have to do a little bit more work to finish it. And uh, Well, he does have to do map completion, but I don't know if he's done that. That's true, completion. but he might. I mean... Wait, old world or new world? Uh, like Central Terra. Like, yeah, oh, I've yeah. done Central Terra. Yeah, so if you still have one of your explorer gifts or whatever from that, then pretty sure I do. All, all you need then is just a stack of gold to get the other gift of might or whatever. Uh, okay. So just just define stack of gold. It's somewhere in the realm of like two hundred and thirty gold. Okay, I'm not sure I have that much, but right. But get this: so you have the uh, wizard's vault stuff that can get you around that much gold, pretty much. For That's free. true. Yeah, the Wizard's Vault gives you straight up ninety gold for not a lot of points, and then it, then it also has Mystic Coins and some other shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Path of Fire was my last expansion, so I'm a little behind. Okay. And then also, <laughs> if you really felt like grinding and you wanted to get the legendary amulet, all those return achievements do give quite a bit of gold. That's true, and a bunch of other stuff that. Nice to have too. You also get some other benefits from return, like a free pre- precursor for the Gen Three legendary, among other things. Um, Thirty-two slot bag. Yeah, that's nice. And I think one other big reward—I forgot what it was. Uh, but also, uh, so the new expansion of something that's nice is because the original Skyscale unlock was probably the worst of the mountain grinds. Uh, the new expansion gives you a pathway to get the Skyscale and get like the original perks or whatever for it pretty easily. So uh, that's a benefit. Oh, make me come back because i looked at like the investment i was like yeah fuck that yeah if you if you start the story missions for the new expansion like after the first mission you basically unlock the sky scale i think and then the new mastery line for it gives you all the original capabilities of the sky scale and then if you already have the original unlock from getting it the hard way you just get like small bonuses to those skills or whatever i think you have to complete that whole new friend achievement actually unlock the sky oh really yeah i think that's the new unlock line well, if that's, I mean, well, still, well, I, I can't, like, I can't imagine it's as bad as the original, so. It's not, no. The original was fucking, the original was a grind, dude. Oh, yeah, see that, see that, uh, that notification you got, the new Wizard Vault thing? Yeah. Uh, actually, my dailies are reset too now. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of new convenience systems. Also, they made it so you can use any weapon from any elite spec with any other spec. So, like, if, say you want to, say you're a guardian, and you like the axe from uh, Firebrand, you don't have to be a Firebrand to use it anymore. You yeah, I have two guests of expiration, so... Oh, that's good. 
but yeah so for example you could use that axe as a base guardian or a dragon hunter or a willbender or whatever now and like That's the same for gear so it's just more weapon flexibility for everyone and then every every class is getting an all new set of weapons later in this expansion too like guardians are getting pistol pistol which will be interesting um you're saying they can keep that thing on you yeah exactly i already yeah, went ahead and be strapped Went ahead and got a guardian themed pistol skin ahead of that because the current uh, skins being offered on the Wizard's Vault are kind of guardian look ish. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll check it out. It, yeah, it doesn't hurt to log in. If you, I mean, you don't even have to buy the new expansion to see what's going on, you know. Um, the new expansion is cheap too because because at this point the expansion is basically they're refocusing to be somewhere somewhere between what the old living world was like and what the old expansions were like. So it's a little bit beefier than the old living world, but a little bit less. Are they getting rid of the living world shit going away all the time? Because that shit. I, yeah, I think they've decided to no longer have the living world stuff be something you can miss and then have to like either buy or whatever. Like, I think they're just Good going, Lord, they're getting rid of that model. Yeah, they're they've moved on to uh yearly like $20 expansions, and right? No living world content. And, and then it seems like it's similar to the old living world now. The expansions will have some content drops after the fact. Like, this expansion has three scheduled content patches to like continue the story and uh bring other features like the new weapons and stuff. It's Guild Wars 1 is the one that's fully automated now, right? As far as the everything's on a calendar rotating automatically. Uh, I don't know. I think huh? Guild Wars 1. They're no longer updating it actively, right? At all. Yeah, I think it's on It's on permanent maintenance outside right. of yeah. bug fixes. Guild, Guild no. Wars 1's been on maintenance for a hot minute. Yeah. But you know what? I'm glad they still support it like that. The right yeah. way to do it. I could see coming back. If we're consistently playing, Prude, if you want a buddy to play with, just shoot your pal Mez a, a page. Oh, yeah, Guild Wars 1 is also not a very great game. No. Because, I'll be honest, this is my issue with Guild Wars 2, is I only have fun in that game when I'm helping people. Because the oh, setting really? itself never grabbed me. It was always... The enjoyment I had from that... Oh, because I burnt myself. I, I At launch, in that first two-month launch window, I burnt myself out like permanently by grinding two legendaries for eternity that wasn't very smart it well well what well, it was fun because i had goons bankroll it so oh okay. that helps. yeah I mean, if you can make them pay for something sure i um, i got one precursor and the guy was like oh here take the other precursor and we'll help you get it you know right that, that's... so my my enjoyment is purely uh Shoot, shoot your boy Mezzaping. Hey, I want to do this in the game. I need a body. I like that's how I have. Well, fun so so my thing though, like, and I get that. Like, my thing is that like my primary game mode when I play is World v World. Like, that's primarily what I enjoy. Okay, yeah, so, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll come on. And that's something that like basically people can join in on at any time, right? Like, I like it's not like uh, you know with fractals, it's not like I'm like I need a specific number of people, right? It's more of like if I'm playing, I'm probably if I'm not working on a different goal in the game, doing I'm probably doing World v World. So that's like yeah, anybody can so... join anytime. Just say like, hey, like I want a buddy to roam with. Like I'm, I'm down. Well, I mean, uh, I, I've, I've been posting when I'm in World Be World in the uh, Guild Wars Two channel. So then how about you? You ask me. You ask a friend. Maybe you know it's a way to drive you to do. But it, it, you know, you know it's, yeah. I, I feel bad pinging people because I feel like we ping I, people too much already. You, you have carte blanche, though. You know. Yeah, but get this. Based. Get them. Based. Although, if you really want to get people in a way that they can't avoid, you gotta tag the wide boy role. Yeah. Because some people, like, ignore, like, have the, the notification set, setting turned off to ignore um, everyone or here. There, yeah. yeah. 
See, like when I, and especially with the way forums work, because as you notice, for example, the Guild Wars 2 channel, I did a wide boy ping because I noticed not everybody was in it already. And if you if you ping the role instead of everyone, it pulls them all into the channel, which is nice for channels that aren't getting good visibility in terms of the forums. Yeah. Oh, wow. We got Bismuth posting. Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't posted in a while. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Keep forgetting I'm a uh I've been put out to pasture. Real low ranking guy. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, you you and me both, brother. Yeah, but only one of us deserves to be there. Who who's low? He means he can't ping people like we can. Really? Is that a thing that's turned off? Yeah, I mean, it, I think only mods have like actual working everything ping. Which is good because the other people would abuse it. That's By the true. other people we mean Miz. Well, no, yeah. by other people, I meant like. Actually, yeah, I'm pinged everyone, so clearly he can do it. No, it doesn't. No, no, but it yeah. doesn't give an actual ping. Like, it, yeah. it's Oh, really? It doesn't go through? If... Mm -mm. No. Like, it, it shows the ad everyone, but if it's not highlighted yellow, it's not actually. See, I wouldn't know that because I think on every server I've had, everyone turned off anyway. Jeez. Like I, never, I, never, I never want to be pinged with an everyone ping. Jesus if, if, Christ. If it's, one of the, if it's one of the few servers that we're in, like, as a group. I'll see the, just the notification dot from like a new post and just check it manually when I'm oh, on my phone. Okay. So if you ever want to get my attention, you have you should you should ping at prude and not mm -hmm. not. God, you're the worst. But, uh, that's the, what if you I probably, like you probably do the same shit? No, I don't. <laughs> what what if I like text him and add everyone? <laughs> That would Texting be based. Texting at everyone? That would be based. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm going to send to your personal phone number and at everyone. Do you even have my phone? <laughs> we haven't really been using phones here. Um, If you still have the same number that you did years ago, I have yours. Um, maybe. I think I you remember. gave me your phone number so that I could... For the Zell stuff, right? Zell's through uh, banks, but maybe it requires that. I thought I might have used... Right, but that's, that's how, like... That's how we... Like maybe, connect maybe, I mean, it's possible. Well, well, here's here's the topic of conversation. I've actually been thinking like eventually I do intend to build like make a White House spreadsheet of uh like contact information people want to submit voluntarily plus emergency contacts if they want them on record in case any of us like die or something. Um, and I then do I'll... have your phone number and it does start with a seven. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Start with a what? A seven. I mean, the area code, so like, I mean, yeah. It doesn't really oh, tell yeah. you all that much. Does it end in an eight? Uh, I closed it already, so I couldn't tell you. Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay, then yeah, I still have it. I had to like recite in my head to remember what the final I've, I've, I, yeah, I have, because, you know, we always, we always have, we're like in, in group text. I, you and I literally have one text between each other, and it's from me to you on June 3rd, 2018. And I said, wake up, you dumb something or other tall geese is having a legendary melty <laughs> that's a pretty well, good reason we, that's we wouldn't want to have a group text in this day and age because old boy over here doesn't have an iphone well hey <sighs> now now they've got USB-C. maybe the next phone i get yeah maybe maybe that's been a big reason why i wouldn't want to get one like i am not gonna have a like a different cord or a dongle or whatever just for my fucking phone jesus christ like everybody he says i have a fucking dongle for you it's, it's such a dumb argument because, like, he basically wants to restrict himself to be able to plug in one thing. 
Well, no, I can take multiple USB cables, but then all of those are still flexible across all my devices instead of having oh one secondary God. cable that's only used for one device. You're going to be flexible when I break your back. My back is unbreakable. Well, we're going to find Consider, out. Considering I've been carrying you all for so long. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I don't see you out here in, in the battlegrounds right now. So. Yeah, get his ass. <laughs> Well, I've done my time in World B World, right? I'm like a rank. I'm like rank two thousand in World B World, so I don't got. That's true. That's there. true. He is not Me, a big. Uh, you like literally just say you're closing on in on like the rank seven hundred. No, I'm closing in on the uh, thirteen ninety five. Not a big SPVP guy. I don't do SPVP. Okay. I guess uh, SPVP is so boring. To me. It, it is, yeah. and it's too high pressure for me. Honestly, like I have to like in World of World, you can be on and off at your leisure, right? Like I can be a tryhard for a while, and I can fuck off and just like do bare minimum to keep my participation up. SPVP requires you to actually try all the time, which I don't want. Well, listen, we're we're starting to turn on each other here. Let's let's turn our attention to a worthy foe. All right. Okay. So earlier in Beefy Boys, we were talking about James LinkedIn or something. He linked uh, he linked uh, uh, something to uh, R zero COVID. Now I don't know how thank many you, James. Yeah, thank you, James. Very Thanks, cool. James. Very cool. I don't know how many of you are uh, familiar with the R zero COVID community. No, I'm not. I'm not. Give me the rundown. I guess, I guess I missed this whole. Okay, so yeah. zero COVID community are people who you know what? Actually, let's click on the uh, newcomers. Read this. <clears throat> COVID is not over because long COVID has no cure. The virus may not kill the victim, but instead make them disabled with crushing fatigue, debilitating brain fog, or over 200 other recorded problems. People with long COVID often lose the ability to work or even get out of bed. About half of long COVID is ME slash FS, which is the extremely disabling disease causing fatigue and brain fog. Somewhere between 5% and 20% of long COVID infections become longer. The point is here, these people think that it's not actually COVID that's so dangerous. It's the unknown effects after COVID. And the only Sounds way like to... Big... It's not the vaccine. Well, hold on. Listen, we're... We'll get can, there. can I just interject real quick? Does this sound like... It sound, sounds like to me it's just a big fucking excuse to be a lazy motherfucker. Well, it's mass marathon, not a sprint. Well, you remember, you remember though, it wasn't that long ago that there was this big campaign about recognizing all these disabilities and that they're not really disabilities, that they're just like otherly abled and shit like that. Right. Well, these motherfuckers uh, are disabled. Pretty much. So what? Let's break this down in essence. So what is this? A bunch of fucking hypochondriacs who, uh, for various reasons, want us to still be locked down, want us to at least be wearing masks. No one should be eating inside. No one should be having uh, big meetings. We shall be working from home. Voting in person. <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, but in reality, these people are hypochondriacs. These people. So long COVID essentially is the definition of psychosomatic. The things they list are like the same things that are listed for like for like a lot of other things. They're like made up diseases, right? Like uh, I don't want to say like Lyme disease because that is a real thing, but a lot of the symptoms around it are kind of made up. Um, or what's uh, your stance on a what is it? I'm gonna mispronounce this, like Guillain Barr or whatever. The uh, yeah, 
what was your feelings on that? Do you think that's a real thing? Yeah, it's psychosomatic. Really? You think so? Almost anything that has... All right, here's here's the three categories. Here's like the three hallmarks of psychosomatic. It's it's an illness that doesn't have one defining symptom, right? Right. It's something it's like fibromyalgia that, or something. It's something that is not fibromyalgia is a great example. Endometriosis. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, these are um, woman diseases. I, I want to. Well, women yeah. women are fairly susceptible to uh, psychosomatic it's stuff. Beyond, it's beyond hysterical, that. Hysterical, hysterical Floyds. It's, this is full-blown Munchausen. Um, yeah, it's got to be something that isn't, it's, it cannot, it can't, it can't be diagnosed with any sort of test, right? Like, there's nothing, you can't piss onto a stick and go, okay, yes, you have this, right? You know what I mean? Right. And then thirdly, it has to be something that can cannot be cured. Because it can't be cured because it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. So a, a really rather controversial uh, topic on this is uh, Doctor Sarno, which I've talked about a lot, and his whole thing was talking about this. But he was talking about like pain, different pain things, like especially like back pain and stuff. And so many people go to back pain, it's like oh, slip disc, pinch nerves. But the problem was he, as a doctor, would see these people, and there was no correlation between people who actually had slip disc and pinch nerves and people who were complaining about pinch disc and slip nerves uh, <laughs> I think I just went dyslexic on that slip yeah. disc and pinch nerves <laughs> yeah, um, and and he eventually got to the to, to the understanding that oh most of this is, is just it's psychosomatic we create a lot of our illnesses we create a lot of our pains and that is that's essentially what zero COVID people are um, okay. Let me uh, let me help, let me help you out on this real quick for anybody listening who still doesn't get this. These are a bunch of jabroni marks who have worked themselves into a shoot. You never want to work yourself into a shoot, ever. So, so, so yeah. well, psychos psychosomatic diseases. There is still a disease, but it's mental illness, no. right? It's, well, yes, 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 yes. But it's Munchausen's. They're convinced mm -hmm. they have every ailment under the sun. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, a lot. Of, a lot of people. It, they'll latch on to like one thing because that's what their mind because okay so essentially what a lot of it is it's it's a coping mechanism for a lot of people that instead of having to tackle any sort of deep like mental trauma or stress it manifests in a physical way as a way for the brain to not have to address that stress because well, how, it, how it works because i remember when i was like a more anxious person when i was younger uh how like minor symptoms from maybe I was just like, having an off day or I was maybe slightly sick or something like how little minor things can be blown up proportion when you have that like hypochondriac anxiety going because interestingly a lot of things that seem more serious health wise are also things that could be caused by just having an anxious response you know so like it self perpetuates because for example if you're afraid of a of a problem that could cause shortness of breath well then you get super anxious and you're gonna have shortness of breath because you're fucking anxious you know like mm -hmm. so like, that sort of thing deceptive as well yeah i do the another bolded statement in their opening preamble here caught my eye where i said uh, i saw um zero x any disease as x is not some radical new idea it's how we've dealt with other serious diseases we don't think it's acceptable to quote unquote live with other dangerous infectious diseases like hiv aids tuberculosis smallpox or polio polio uh the difference there is those are um you know 
actual diseases that will kill you and are terrible to live with, not something that you made up. Which is a lot of this is. So it's also I, complete bullshit because that's not how they dealt with the Black Plague. That's no. So anybody it, who didn't have it lived their lives. Anybody who had it, they locked them all. They locked all them some bitches away in a building until they fucking croaked. <laughs> and then uh, they burned the body. So and yeah. Then they so moved on. so you know yeah that's crazy. But it gets worse. Oh, it gets so much worse. <clears throat> so. You start, you start scrolling through stuff. Yeah, okay. Imagine having cancer and the person next to you is complaining about a made up disease. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine being in the doctor's office and there's some poor little like kid sitting there, bald, wearing his little hat on, pale, frail, coughing. Me? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Anyway. Go yeah. On. And, and, you know, they're coughing. They've got lung disease. It's terminal. And you're sitting there and it's like, yeah, my I have brain fog. I have long COVID. Like, okay, first off, brain fog is not a symptom of anything. It, it's just not. Like, except it, old age. It, it, age maybe, and then like you would know. Yeah, I would it, know. yeah, and then like Alzheimer's, but what that's not brain about? fog. That's brain your... fog sounds like mental fatigue from whipping yourself up into a frenzy. Exactly. Which, 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 by the way. Uh, I listen, I'm not going to say, I'm just going to put this out there that someone else said it. I'm not going to say I said it because I don't want to commit suicide by two gunshots to the back of the head. But some people have said that MK Ultra never ended and they just instead changed it to fear trauma based conditioning. So I'm just saying that I'm not saying that. I'm quoting someone else who said right, that. Right. I don't agree with that and I'm not perpetuating that. Somebody out there has you're, uttered you're that. You're, you're anonymous. Sources. And I will right. even go as far as to say is I am not suicidal. Uh, I, I do not have a desire to die. I, I enjoy living. And if anything fishy happens to me, I was 100% killed by the CIA. You do not lift weights alone in yeah. your room. Stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't walk down the street at night alone. You know, with uh, with a wallet full of cash that's untouched by my mugger. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, look, 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 crazy shit, but it gets worse. So you get it. And like these people, they they, they have this little group. There's about 8000 people in the subreddit. I think there's a couple of other subreddits that may be a little bit bigger. I know there's um, let's see. There's oh, I just saw it a second ago. Where is it? Oh, our COVID long haulers, which is. Is it any bigger? Yeah, it's got about 50,000 people in it. And which the top thread is suicide prevention and support thread. Jesus Christ. Um, I also saw another one. Well, we'll get there. Maybe, maybe they should support their suicide and help them end it all. Uh, and then long COVID, which also has about 16,000. But, but, but let's just run through here. So I think the one, I forget which one was it that James linked? Oh, all right. So here's the thing. I got this from James. Thank you, James. Very cool. And he linked this thing, and they were complaining about Dr. Fauci. So that's how you know we've, mm. you've gone full crazy, is that the guy you used to worship as a god is now the enemy. Because he's saying, oh, you know, masks aren't that... Because he's just, So if you ever see anyone in public that's, like, wearing a mask and has a crazy look in their eye, that's these people, right? That's, that's these people. Uh. Um... And these are the people that are unironically. There's a post here that says, is it time for kids to wear masks again? Let's read that one because that sounds insane. Here we go. So they link something on Yahoo.com, which, you know, 
if you have to ask the question, the answer is yes. Given that the national wastewater viral load is what? What the hell is it? Huh? What is a national yeah. wastewater viral? I wonder load? if it's like they're saying that like on average, the samples of wastewater viral like contamination has increased by that much. That is what, I wonder if that's it's what like the dew bulb temperature. It's total fucking horseshit. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. God, the bulb temperature. <laughs> wet bulb. I love it. I got a wet, wet bulb. bulb. That's a ass. Uh, the answer can be summed up by the country music song Redneck Woman by Gretchen Wilson. Trash. Hell yeah. And yet the experts quote in this article came up far short. All of them giving wimpy and complicated hedged answers that the average yokel wouldn't listen. I said, well, listen, first off, the average yokel isn't listening to any of this shit because we were done with this in like October 20 and some of us months before. But you know, most people. Funny that they call them the average yokel when these people act like the average yoko. That was bad. That was terrible. That was yoko war, man. I just say a lot of of foids out there probably perpetuate this shit. I like this one. Studies on removing your mask briefly. That's how afraid these people are. They want they want a fucking study on just like moving your mask for a second. My partner wants to go to a special four hour movie show and we're both COVID cautious still. And while I'm not too happy about him going to a crowded indoor showing, it is 2023. It's late 2023. Jesus. Yeah, they have they have control issues. These people are insane. These people well, are insane. What about the about the kids masking? I like the first response being somebody saying, "My kid's the only one wearing a mask in class." And it's like, God, you know their kid's fucking getting bullied. Oh, that kid is getting clowned on because their fucking insane mom or whatever is like. What is the top post of all time on the subreddit? It's oh, it, no need to remind me that masking is now option. Oh God, it's a story. I'd uh, I'd like to hope that said child takes the mask off as soon as he's out of sight of the parent. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, my mom's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah, so th- oh this is another like genre of these posts too where it's like someone at a doctor's office or something, which by the way, the same doctors that like 2 3 years ago they were worshiping and you know saying like, "Oh, you know, trust right. the doctors." But now that the doctors are saying like, "Yeah, it's cool, you don't have to do that anymore." They're like, oh, no, you're terrible. Checking in at a doctor's appointment, the receptionist made a point to let me know that masking is optional at the facility. I try, I had to resist the urge to say, there's no one else in the entire building with a mask on, so I'm quite aware of how optional they are. God, you know, this is a woman writing this. Uh, Instead, I replied, I'm keeping my mask on since I'm trying to avoid being disabled by long COVID. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, man. I fucking hate this country. So I was what I was really interested in. So I wanted to click on these people profiles. Like, what else did these people talk about? Oh, mm. they talk about spiders. Well, I don't feel like I have to go any further, and we don't have to. Uh, just, you don't want to be a spider person. We can just stop there. We can just stop. We can just stop something there. that gets, gets me there. about all these types, and I think I said it a week or two ago. It was like how it's so strange. Like these people will focus so much on the potential negative consequences that they believe exist for this stuff, and it's like okay, but then. If it's so bad, like if it's so bad and such an abnormal disease like that has these problems and, and then combined with the increasingly like supported uh, findings that was actually a lab leak or whatever, like you think that like maybe then that would point to being engineered. And like if you're this caught up on it and you're not pro nuking China, I feel like you're kind of a fucking like hypocrite. Mm-hmm. 
because if if it's that bad and it's basically a biological attack on the rest of the world, I feel like you should be in favor of nuking the people responsible, but I'm not reading this whole story, but the title of the US failed my cousin's wife made me laugh. It's like I don't I don't I don't I don't know if the US failed your cousin's wife. <laughs> this is not my beautiful cousin's wife. <laughs> Sorry. I, I didn't I didn't get it. I didn't, he, I didn't, he didn't, I didn't get, get it. Either. He didn't get it. Sorry, brain fog. Carry on. God, here's another fucking just like what did, they, we, they, we all we all hinted at this though early on, right? Like the the mask was the binky. It was the adult binky mm-hmm. for these fucking people who just uh, and what it is, it's the core of human nature, right? Like everybody on earth, don't care who you are. Everybody wants to be important and feel important. Being able to lord this shit over other people gave these people a sense of power that they've yeah. never had before. It's it's yeah. very similar to the Troons. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they oh, yeah. just they have they have this ability to lord this over yeah, other people, that, to lecture other people, to tell them how to live their life. They've never had power like this before. They've never felt important. They've never had this many people agree with them, and it just spir- it spirals out like its own disease, which is what this is. This is mental illness. Well, that's that's a, that's a good point because a lot of other weird shit, like a lot of other weird subcultures, emerged online from just finding like an echo chamber to uh, people who agree with you, enable you, and all that. So like, it's, it makes sense that like a global event like this would then have people who fall into it as their personality and then like take it to its logical extreme or whatever. Here's here's a really good one. I, I like the, I really like this subreddit a lot more because this is like the other one was kind of like people just like. I don't know, but this one is like great. This is the real crazy people right here. Cause like all the posts are just like from people being like, uh, it's like, oh, is an autoimmune, is, can you cause an autoimmune disease? Uh, any men noticing a change in sex? I gotta read that one. That one's gonna be crazy. Problems typing after COVID? Hold on. This guy's name is the Fedora Tipler. I, <laughs> this might, this might be a troll post. This might be a troll post. Uh, I've had COVID in early March this year, and aside from chest pain, uh, I've had noticeable pause while I figure out how to, to make my fingers type the letters in the right order. I think you're just, I think you're just retarded. Retarded? Yeah. I think you're just retarded. <laughs> I think you're just dumb. I want to read this one. Uh, brain fog has taken me out. I got her. Oh God, there we go. Brain fog has taken me out by Anna Fernbro, which is a stupid name. I've always been a high-functioning individual. Yeah, you're probably a high-functioning something. I'm an artist, and I studied it formally for six years. That's... There's hmm. the typing problem. Meant to type artist, typed artist. (laughs) Get his ass. Art school is my favorite thing. I'd spend my time reading and drawing endlessly and going above and beyond uh, on every piece. I could work in the studio for 13 hours a day, no sweat, thinking... Thinking was my best skill to a fault. I never stopped to get much sleep, but it didn't matter. And then last summer, I got COVID. I got sick to the point of hallucination and delusion. Mm. But was living completely on my own, so I was never hospitalized or got medical care. Mm. I never recovered fully. After none COVID... Of this, none of this is a thing. No. After COVID, uh, did, chronic did pain... Hold on, hold on. Go did on. any of you have original flavor COVID before, like pre-vaccine? I had it. Yeah. No. OG, I did too. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hallucinate? I never hallucinated. Like, as far as what these people claim, I'll say this. COVID for me, both the first time and this time, it sucked a bit, but like, 
and there's sometimes lingering symptoms but they improve right it's not like oh i'm forever fucked it's like okay i have like a persistent cough and it gets gradually better some people lost their senses of taste and smell for a prolonged period of time that was about it right can i can i say she yeah uh the ta- the ta- the taste losing thing happened um for like two days for me I felt like I got the fuck beaten out of me by some angry Italian. Back <laughs> yeah, for real. It, I just literally, I felt like I've been dragged down a back alley and had the shit kicked out of me for about yeah, six I felt, hours. Yeah, I felt pretty like fatigued short term, right? Like I, like I felt pretty fucked up by it, but I, uh, like I said, I got better, you know? like it, I'm going to be real. You know what I think this person problem is? They're just like aging. A lying fucking redacted well, that piece too. of shit. But I think they're just like... Like, that's just what happens. Like, every year that goes by, like, you know, you aren't as sharp as you do. Not like me. I just get better every year. But, you know, there's something to that, though, because a, a lot of people agree that, especially that year that everybody was all locked down and all that, we, we basically lost a year. There, the, the whole space time continuum got completely fucked. Do that's not, true, right? do not, do not start me on this. Do not start me on this, brother. Do well, not. We, we collectively Wait, lost at least a year, if not two or two and a half. Why is there a picture of a beautiful woman on here? What the fuck? Uh, she's kind of fake, but I. She's real to me. Oh, there's no, there's no. Yeah, my name is Natasha. I'm a model that's from Los Angeles. There is no way <laughs> no, this is a real fucking person. No shot. Not yeah, at, not know. even remotely. But big shout out to Elon Musk for forcing Amber Heard to cosplay as. Oh, oh yeah, my that god. Was, yeah, that yeah. was that was extremely big face. Based. Oh shit! It was extremely faced. You did have one. Yeah. yeah, literally their only poster here on on this, and they just they post the same picture over and over again. I think. Yeah, there's no way. But unironically, it's the third. <laughs> I like the doctors suck. I should know because I am one. Okay, yes, they do suck, but not for the reasons. Yeah. God, this is. Because they're like warlocks and witches and other such fucking fake things that don't aren't real this is so stupid this is so so stupid i hate this i hate that I, I, you know we're done talking about this this I is hate everything about this this subreddit. is legit i thought this was gonna be funny like something we could i'm just legitimately angry now yeah no, this is anger inducing this yeah. is um but reddit really is the petri dish for shit like this it is but i mean yeah but and but there's like people out there who unironically believe this shit I mean, yeah, it's not. And you're never, it's like anything else. You're never going to convince them. Otherwise, it doesn't matter because they'll just like, you know, first off, you know, any studies that come out are probably going to do something to like, you know, back them up most of the time. But even if you do find one that's like, oh, this is fake, they're just going to go, oh, well, that was that was paid for by big farmers. You know, they could do that shit like every other crazy conspiracy group. Hmm. And they said no start. I feel like I went over this like very in depth. I think on on number I, I can't remember forty or something thirty or something. Okay. I don't remember yeah, what episode yeah, it was. Yeah. It was it was sometime in late January, early February. We had a big discussion about this. Like, I one hundred percent believe. I can't explain it, and I can't certainly can't prove it. But twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. For all intents and purposes, did not happen. No, I can't. Yeah, I, mean, I can't expand on that, and I can't really explain it. But I feel like everyone. I know that's your take, but they were both pretty significant years for me, so they very much did happen. Well, maybe, but there's a lot of people who really agree that time after 2020 was weird, 
And it's only like this year. It's only this year that things have started like getting back. To, I don't want to say normal, but I can't think of a better word for it. So normal. But I mean, there's there's people talking about that, like something happened in 2020 and you could chalk it up to like, you know, science or whatever. I know uh, Bronze Age pervert linked to study about it and it's like how it messed with people's minds because like they stopped doing things stop going places but like i'm a homebody i'm an introvert i don't do those things to begin with that didn't affect me but i was still affected by it yeah to such yeah an ex- i agree with i agree with that because i said going into it i was like well i feel uniquely well equipped for like what's what this is all gonna entail you know like the lockdowns right. and stuff because i'm similarly you know somebody who's pretty happy being at home for the most part but, right but, but yeah it, i mean it still had negative effects right in 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 a way that just can't be quantified but it's just something that like you i don't know you look back at 21 and 22 and you're like you get you get little pieces here and there but it's almost like if you just like edited those two parts out right and then like smushed it back together and so you just went from like december 20 to january 23 i don't feel like anything would have been missed i feel like you would have just gone okay for a lot of people, for a lot of people, there's just something about those two years. Yeah, definitely, it definitely started in 21. Something weird is going on with dreams. Yeah, I, I, I can't, like I said, I can't explain it. It's just something, and a lot of people just feel it. And again, you know, most most deeper truths can't be explained or proven, right? There's just something that has to be experienced, um, which is why, like, a lot of 115 highlights can't. For instance, is why they don't, you know, they don't understand religion. Because, you know, it's got to be experienced. God, don't get me started on that. I, I, it's get, kind of off topic, but I saw a really stupid post the other day of a guy struggling for, like, 40 posts trying to make sense of how the Trinity works. <laughs> like, he's trying to reduce it down to, like, he's, tr- he's trying to reduce it down to, like, a mathematical equation and, like, why it was illogical for them to, like, both be, like, you know, separate facets and also one god you know like he, he was like really he was having a really hard time that's grasping. so stupid it's very easy to understand it's the father it's the son and the holy ghost none of them are the same but they're all god that's but, it. right his whole his whole point was like either you guys believe a logical contradiction or you're polytheist like that was his whole argument <laughs> and he, he was like what? arguing for like 40 for like 40 posts in this i have to find it again but i'll post it on like Betty? Boys later it, it, no no this is on reddit i it was really like it doesn't shock me that it's happening there, but like the guy was so obstinate and like not just admitting he just doesn't get like like it's one thing to say okay I'm an atheist I don't get it I don't believe it whatever but like this guy was very set on demonstrating to like Christians who disagreed that like they're polytheists or they believe some sort of like logical fallacy because like the, because we can't break it down to like you know. Uh, he's like doing like the whole like A equals B, B equals C, like blah, 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 like like logical equation bullshit, and like it was it was just really dumb. That's so stupid. That's a dumb idea. Yeah. But that's like my point. It's like he can't. He has no like. He can't laterally think. You know, he can't go from like, you know, saying it's like oh they're three different entities, but they're also the same. Right. So that like that just makes perfect sense like okay well somebody got his ass pretty well too they're like they're like okay so so even in the like in the scope of like just materialistic science or whatever there's like you know they they think that wave particle duality is a thing and that's also an unintuitive behavior so like just just like if physical reality is that an unintuitive sometimes why the fuck would you think that a divine being would like 
have to make sense to you you know like right yeah it's like yeah you you're in the same breath that you'll tell me it's like oh dark matter rules the entire universe no we can't see it touch it detect it or in any like manner prove that it exists but it's like the foundation of everything and it answers all the questions and it's also multi-dimensional but no i can't understand that you know there might be a multi-dimensional being that rules everything right it's like i can't it's like okay you're just fucking retarded but yeah no it's I, 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 like I said, I think, I think I explained it better at the time. I, I don't know if I could explain it better now or even remotely as good, but there's just something, something was weird about time that has only, only recently stabilized. And even people like uh, maybe, maybe to say that it didn't happen was even like not, maybe I'm, maybe that's not how I should phrase it. Maybe that's reductionist and like easily falsifiable to give it scientific terms. Right. Maybe, maybe just to say something was weird because that's definitely the way to explain it. It was something weird happened with time after 2020. And I don't, I don't think it was, I don't think it was like a, a, like a sociological thing. I don't think it was like a cultural thing. I think it was something on a much deeper level fucked with time because everything just went for lack of a better word, queer. Mm -hmm. Like everything just changed like all of a sudden and then nothing happened for a long time and then all of a sudden now it's just like oh everything's back to normal it's almost like <laughs> it's almost like time stopped and then it took like two years for it to like get back up to well it's like it's like space travel you know like when you try and right. like when space travel you can't just stop in space right you have to like slow down so it's like in 20 we slowed down but then it took a long time for like time to like get back going. And right. but now but now like we're back up to speed. Maybe that's yeah. the way to explain it. Well, and I mean, I think if somebody was going to take like the scientific explanation of it, I mean, it is true to say that like we don't have a very good idea of what really what like the essence of time is, you know, like, well, yeah, I mean, time more or less is, is, I hate to use the word, but it's a social construct, right? Like there's no, right. as far as, I mean, I'm not a scientist. I don't know. That's well, I mean, I guess technically, but not in that field. Um, th there's no like way to measure time. That isn't something we kind of just like made up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, well, you I mean, like, it's, there there's no like true like the the base unit for time what they base time off of is like the half-life of a specific atom yeah that's and that's which are, yeah in terms like, of measuring it. measure time but that's just ar then, that's like, arbitrary think, well and then I, in terms of some of their like like on a massive scale they measure time based on their how how they measure the size of the universe well, well, those are both just arbitrary things they've decided. And then on. some some people will argue, scientifically speaking, that there's an arrow of time that flows in one direction because of how entropy works. Like, I've read pretty long-winded explanations about that. You know, yeah. Like, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what drives the actual, like, unfolding of time or whatever, but... um, But, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that, like... But that's, but that's less a... like that's less proof of time but that that's more just like you trying to apply something to that's just already happening like decay and you're right entropy is just like 
Well, because they would, I think if you get deep into it enough, they would argue that entropy drives pretty much all physical interactions, right? So More like, or less, yeah. Um, but I, I guess I was going to say that, like, you know, we just don't have a full accounting of, like, what, like, of how to conceive of time in any sort of technical terms. Right, like, and there's I mean, there's like, no we, way to measure it. And even even within the human mind, it moves at different speeds. The, like, there's just and in any rendering of it right in terms of like how i would think of it mentally right i think of okay i have the three physical dimensions and then i have kind of almost slices of that that overlap each other like like uh like if you have like a what is it like a pad of notes right and you do the thing where you draw and you like make a little animation or something you know right like it's kind of like any given moment of time is like an individual page in that that describes a particular arrangement of everything that exists right at right. that point and then it unfolds in a particular direction um like that's the that's the best conception of it that i have and all to say that like i mean if if you sense that there's a weirdness with time right like we don't have a whole lot to point to in terms of really qualifying what that means no there, i mean there's no like because i'm sure if you like you know whatever chronometer or whatever they keep you know the atomic clock or whatever i'm sure that it kept pace the entire time throughout those two years perfectly right there was no hiccups like nothing but like okay no 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 the problem yeah. is that our perception of everything exists in a like okay to get into a metaphysical thing like we human beings are well most of us pneumatics at least i will say not hyalix but pneumatics I'm exist not in these three dimensions solely there's parts of us that exist somewhere else you know our consciousness and i know people you know when a materialist will say it's like oh what's well, just you know the burn no it's not we are we are not our bodies we're not our minds you know we're, we're something beyond so right. you you can't we're affected by things we can't see we're affected by things we can, and, and that's one of those scientific things where you can't go, ah, you can't prove that. I was like, yes, I can, motherfucker. You know how? Same reason you prove dark matter affects everything. Well, like, here, here's something you can say, like, okay, suppose, I mean, if we treat the soul as a given, right? Which obviously we are, but like, if they don't. But like, like, then if there's some part of the human essence that could be, you know, not strictly physical, right? Well, then it's fair to say that, like, maybe the perception of time is also bound to things that that part of us experiences, and they don't, they're not reducible to physical phenomena, right? Like, right. Like, maybe, maybe there's something that, that also winds up being like our, it plays into our perception of physical time, but it's not the same thing, and it affects the soul, right? Like, right. And just that part was off, like, physical time carried on. And, and even, even, if there was a disruption to time in purely, purely physical terms, like if some, some sort of universal constant changed or in our localized area of space, right? Like nothing's going to be perceptibly different because that's how relativity, uh, relativity works, right? Like the clock, if you're in a, a, a ship going light speed and you have a clock inside, it's still taking at a, a rate that seems normal to you. Mm -hmm. But obviously that like, you know, relativity comes into play and uh, from outside observers, right? You're essentially uh fucking with time if you go fast enough um right. but anyways my, my point was that like even if it's strictly physical right we wouldn't have picked up on it but to to concede the point that there could be a spiritual element then obviously that wouldn't be something we could observe or like quantify or measure right but it could still if 
there's no reason to think, I guess, that like how we interface with the world is one directional, right? That like we purely like sense things in our bodies and that like it's like fed into the conscious experience, right? Like it's fair to say that like maybe things from elsewhere also come back through and paint our experience from the other side, so to speak. Um, that makes any sense to anyone. Kind of. A little bit. Um, I guess a good way of maybe testing that theory, or I guess both are kind of vague theory, would to be find a high lick and ask them their opinion. Ask them as like, do you feel like time was weird in 21 and 22? And if they go, no, you know, it's fine to me, then it's like, there you go. Because it's my opinion, right. highlights don't have souls. It's, it's a little bit like the breakfast question with uh, with neighbors, you know, like mm -hmm. you, it's, it's a the measurement of certain qualities that you can't easily measure without their own accounting of things. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, that could be worth trying. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Can I just tell you that astral project a clue? Mm. Mm. Well, not a big astral projection guy myself, you know. Uh not a big area of interest. So here's here's my thing. So the problem with a lot of a lot of well, pretty much anything is the gateway to most of this stuff lies somewhere in the realm near like lucid dreaming. And I am extremely wary of that whole thing because uh, one of those things dangerous. very dangerous because, of course, you know, the big thing is uh, sleep paralysis, right? And, uh, you know, sleep paralysis is one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, it's it's there's probably some scientific explanation for it. But the thing is, I mean, it's. What it essentially is, is so I, I've been wanting to break I've, since we started talking this, I wanted to break out this analogy. The way to think of the human body soul relationship is kind of like Warframe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And That's kind of what I was getting at, like in terms of the, uh, you know, the two sides there of conscious experience. Right. In that, um, you, your body is the warframe. You control right. it, you see through it, you experience everything it feels and, and touches, but it's not you. You are in it via transference, and you're actually just a little kid trapped in a pod on the moon. Spoiler alert, sorry, but I mean, that was yeah. like five years ago. No, that's actually incredibly close to how I see it, because I see the the like almost like the circuitry of the brain, right? Being kind of it's almost like a capture card, right? Like it's gathering bit, the, yeah. the, the, the sensory experience of reality and wrapping it up into like nice packets to send to what I call the experiencer, right? Like the right. which is the true conscious existence, which you know, some might say, well, you live, it lives in your brain. Some might say that it's always elsewhere, right? And things are just being beamed back to it, you know, right. so to speak. Right. Like, which again, to the Warframe analogy, like. Well, um, and, and, and the time thing would be then your transference. Something went wrong with your transference, essentially. Right, that's kind of like what I was saying earlier. Like, what if, what if the, the. Your consciousness is in. 
was different than you know like there's a mi- mi- uh like a desynchronization right between your body and your soul i guess exactly um and so obviously things in physical reality carry on but it's like it's like when you desynchronize in a video game right like uh, eventually you still get to the same place like things are still happening in the game right. world but like as the player we see things are kind of fucky exactly yeah 100 percent uh although every time i do start going down this line of thought i keep thinking to myself i really wish we had not like could we was there not a better option than like monkeys like was that was that when 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 however this whole process works however however it went down whoever decided it and started this you look down here and went and eh, see, see those monkeys see those hairless monkeys let's yeah. use let's let's drive them but yeah and a great way to look at that is like how a lot of things work so like i'll get back to the sleep paralysis thing in a second but like an animal cannot choose to go against its nature right i mean there's very scant examples of that happening but i mean that's more that's a lot of that's kind of just like anecdotal and not not really not like humans can humans almost constantly go against their nature like we're not like anything else i mean we can but it's in such a way that we like we feel ourselves fighting it almost in a way like i'm going to use a 2023 kia telluride reference here um (laughs) it's almost like when your lane assist is trying to take over but you're like no i know what i'm doing here bud i know what i'm doing here so it's it's like one of those things like you know i i I, you know a dog can't become you know a, a dog won't become like voluntarily celibate a dog won't starve itself a dog won't, you know, become reclusive hermit in the woods that just preys all the time. Like it's not. I, I will say for some people, like some of those extreme life choices might be in their particular nature, right? Like maybe in theirs, but it's not human nature. It's not the sure, nature sure, of, like the, in terms of in terms of the it's not the nature, nature of the biological machine that we're inhibiting, inhabiting. Sure. Right. But to go back to the sleep paralysis thing. What that is, is that's another like transference issue. And when you start trying to intentionally, intentionally mess with the signal, right? Bad things happen because much like Warframe, I feel like we, we have to kind of go, we have to kind of go through a dangerous path to connect with the body. And as long as that connection is stable, it's fine. But when you sever it and then try and get back to it, it's not great right and that's when you start so because that's what astral projection is that's what a lot of like rule well, of the sun and i guess this would kind of relate to what i was saying like it, it seems like it's out of accordance with the the physical body's kind of way of being we're like in my in my view the brain is also almost like an antenna for the soul you know yeah. like um and to, to wake naturally right in a way that your body wants to that makes the kind of the uplink you know easier right whereas right. like when we talk about messing with the natural function, then you're kind of flowing against the, you know, swimming against the flow of the river, yeah. so to speak. Like you're, yeah, fi- yeah and, that, and that's that's why you can get like people that like go brain dead, right? right. Like it's just their ability to connect something else, just like, you know, or I mean, there's even people, you know, there's examples of people who suffer such stress and trauma that they just essentially go vegetative, right? It just it like just severs the signal and it's like then it's just then it literally just is a meat puppet 
Of course, this brings in an interesting question of how that whole process works. Because it's just like, I'm out. Well, that too, but in the reverse, it's like, how does... So I, I think of like, I, I'm trying to think of like, you know, popular culture analogies. And then the one that comes up is like Avatar. And, you know, the Avatar, like they're specifically bred to be empty husks. But how does that work for humans? Like, because we're not, you know, there's not a lab somewhere that like pneumatics are being bred in, right? To be empty husks that a soul can get into. Right. How, what is the process by which, well, actually, I, I actually have a theory on this now that I just thought about it. But yeah. I'll ask you all and, and see what y'all think. What is the process then by which a human attains a soul? Because there's high, like high, like don't now, have souls. I don't think. Right. But would you not say that the soul itself is perhaps the like external element controlling the body? Yes, but not in every case. Because if a Hylix does not have a soul, they're still... I mean, you can't tell them well, any... that's you, why they're like Automata, basically. Right, but how does... Right, and I mean... Now, let, let me raise this potential point. If our souls are effectively, like, given to us by God and whatnot, and that's what's put us into it, mm -hmm. are Hylix not potentially created by demons? No, because, because all man is created in God's image. Right, um, but... And Hylix aren't in inherently bad, and pneumatics aren't inherently good on either. Right, I don't know, it's, it's does, very complicated. But it would a demon not also be able to create a empty husk? I don't think demons in... can I don't think demons can create. Yeah, that's that's more of like a like a token lore thing where they make imperfect creations. Right, or but he got he but... got that from he got that from God, essentially. I don't think de demons can't, Satan can't create. And when he can't do anything, he's literally locked up. Remember, he doesn't rule hell. He's, he's a prisoner there too. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. It's just such a, it's such a difficult question because then the question then, and this is almost frightening territory. Is everyone born a Hylic? I mean, I mean, there's many theories you could form on this, right? Like maybe everybody's born a Hylic and then some somehow form a, a better connection with the other side or whatever, you know, um, or, or, you know, and then or, and then the question then, of course, then becomes how what is that? What is that process? Because I can I have plenty of memories. We all have memories of our entire lives, but I think everyone can kind of point to a point in their life where they became them well so here's here's a you know the bicameral uh theory of consciousness right they yeah. they they explained it pretty heavy heavy handedly in uh westworld or whatever right like where the, where it's kind of they put they put the whatever the androids whatever the fuck they were through like the paces of like almost like the puzzle thing that they had to unravel and that kind of led them to a state where their their robo minds or whatever we're talking internally in a way that created consciousness or whatever like that kind of theory of consciousness i guess like you could say that well okay so so the book that originally coined the theory right proclaimed that even as recently as like ancient greece or something they don't think people had modern consciousness um based on just like i i think the, the, there's a difference between uh what is it the the iliad and the odyssey right like i think the theory was that like based on how the characters behave and speak and stuff in those two books, at some point between the Iliad and the Odyssey. Um, What's the time difference in those? Hold on. 
I don't know how far how far apart they were. Keep talking. Go ahead. I'm, I'm looking. Well, up. just that that at some point in between those two books or something, I think the claim was that like the first signs of modern consciousness emerged or something, right? And uh, and it was I, I think I think the idea was that early early sorts of proper consciousness were misconstrued as as a particular spirituality that led to things like oracles and stuff. Um, I think was the hmm. theory. Um, and but then. And I, and they also equate it often to uh, I'm choking on the actual explanation here, but like they equate it often to like schizophrenia too, like being a misfunction of how the two parts of the brain communicate with each other or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I was gonna say that instead of it being the case that okay, two parts of the brain somehow, like one part is basically the part interfacing with reality on a day-to-day basis. And the other part becomes like a voice of God type entity. And then when they communicate in a particular way that leads right, that rises or gives rise to the conscious experiences, we understand it basically. Mm-hmm. So people in ancient Greece then experience consciousness more of like the voice of their gods or something. Uh, and that was the limit of it. Like they didn't have an internal voice of their own. Um, and so every internal experience was just equated to, being the voice of the Greek gods or whatever um, was a theory that the guy who wrote that book was posing at least. Um, but then over time, something changed maybe culturally that led to a difference in how people were experiencing this. And then eventually from the cross communication between the two parts of the brain or something that proper modern consciousness emerged. And and I guess you could say that like, maybe that if that, if there's any merit to that theory and I'm, I'm not saying that there is necessarily, but that's just one theory that would make, potential sense if that's still happening in everyday people now where like a particular form of consciousness has to be built upon and that establishes proper kind of internal autonomy in the way that conscious people experience it right versus being unconscious so to speak the way that you would attribute to a high luck or whatever hmm well that would be that would be wild and that would raise a lot of questions, like what, in in a larger, I know you explain how they think it, but in a larger spiritual question, what what prompted that change? Uh, if you look up the bicameral mind, you could probably find the book on it, and I think he'll probably somewhere in it propose maybe how the shift, because like I said, I, I don't have a per- perfect recollection of, yeah, I think it was, I think it was Julian Jaynes. Yeah, well, I mean, so, yeah, but I mean, no, what I'm saying is how he approaches it from scientific, but I mean, like in a spirit from a spiritual angle, how oh, would we yeah, explain yeah. that? Well, but I mean, if we're saying that they're like, I think in in the scope of what we were saying before, there still is merit to scientific explanations of the brain, right? Because they only address the brain, right? And then if you undertake the physical process to prepare your brain for proper consciousness, then you experience the metaphysical sort of consciousness as a result right like i think that's kind of what i'm getting at right i think this i i don't i don't super duper agree with this because like you know he's he talks about like old testament stuff but even in like the earliest parts of genesis i mean adam and eve had introspection they like when they when they sinned and ate from the the tree well from the christian perspective you would say that maybe adam and eve were uh maybe at that time, special compared to other early humans who followed, right? Like, oh, fuck. 
you're right. That's the knowledge that they gained. Right. Oh, shit. Okay. Which, to be fair, then, if you were experiencing full autonomous consciousness, right, that would make sense that because you then do become more culpable for your nature in, in a way, right? And so it makes sense that it came with consequences. And that's one of the, that's one of those things that is like, hmm, that's really and that's really interesting because when when you think about it, for them to have explained it in that way, it, it, it's it's a hard, very hard argument then in favor of the divine because there's really there's really no way that someone in that time, in in the moment like that, could explain it to that degree. Like, I, I don't think anyone would, they, like, they have that introspective, but they weren't, I mean, God, they weren't, you know, what's the word I'm looking right. for? Like, academics or anything, they weren't, but they, they, they phrased it so succinctly. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, obviously, still, for me, pure speculation that, like, what the, what the precise mechanics are here, but, like, I think hmm. that's the sort of thing that like you're, you're never fully privy to at least in this life right like the exact right. the exact mechanism of metaphysical affairs hmm well, that's certainly something to think about hmm. this is all Kanae's fault because she told me to get started on the 2021 <laughs> and 2002 didn't 2022 didn't exist I still stand by that statement by the way because I just I think that's that's the best way of trying to like, right, or or at least in my mind, like I certainly would agree with it. Then on the kind of on the vein of what we were getting at there, that like at least spiritually there was something perverse about them, you know, something different. Yeah. Um. That that then fed back into how we experienced it bodily, even though right. physical reality might have been the same. Right. It's one of those things like, do, do, do I mean that exactly? No, but it's a statement bold enough that it, it sparks a conversation. I, I think is right. how I would phrase it. Right. Yeah, they didn't happen, or, or at least you could say, you know, the longer form would be like, they didn't happen like normal years, right? Like something. Exactly, like exactly. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the clickbait. But then once you get in, it's like they didn't happen like normal years. Right. You're the, you're like the the shitty YouTuber, and you get that little smug look mid video, and you're like, but actually, you know, yeah, like exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah that's, that's that's such a broad genre of like YouTuber these days too. So it's very easy to picture how it goes mm -hmm. in that in that case. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's exactly it. But I mean, you know, kind of for all intents and purposes, they didn't happen. We have memories of them. We can probably point to more or less general things that happened. But I just don't think they existed in a concrete way. They were just they were something ephemeral. That's never going to be quite able to quantify. Right. I think just I think the real consequence of that though is whatever the weirdness was with them. I feel like that like if we're talking about lingering consequences of the COVID era or whatever, right? Like I think more so that sort of thing is where there's like kind of scars on the population, right? I think like, I think one something that we discussed. Yeah, you know, can I can I actually is perfect point to segue into what I was just about to say. 
I think when we initially discussed this in late January, I think we looked it up and then like it, it, it lined up pretty well with them firing up that stupid fucking Hadron Collider again. In fact, let me look it up. Lawrence Hadron Collider. Yes. Which I would be curious how, if that had any influence on it, how then if we're positing that's potentially a spiritual phenomenon, then how did the, how did that feedback into it, I guess, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The most, it was March 5th, 2019 was when it was approved. And I don't, oh, it didn't actually, it didn't say when it began. So I don't know if it, if it just didn't, ex if it didn't happen or if they're just not saying when it happened because uh -huh. well, it would, oh, it's still going on. Well, that's not great. No, I'm not a fan of that. See, they, they never give you like they never give you like really hard numbers on any of this stuff. Oh, here we go. Approves 2019. The a tiny one in March. Let's see. Yeah, new detector expected to catch first in December. And well, then there's nothing until March 21. Hmm. December was closer to when the virus actually emerged. Right. Stuff. I don't like that there's that big of a gap right when I'm trying to, right where I'm looking. See, here's the thing. If you're ever looking for information and there's a hole in the information right where you think it's, there's supposed to be information, that's usually where, you know, something yeah. weird is happening. Suspicious. Which I feel like if you're the kind of person who was meant to cover up things if there's anything suspicious going on i feel like you would be smart enough to like put placeholder things in there to make it look less suspicious. But, right um because i mean oh. no, you can just say you just you just say some gay shit happened with the collider and people will buy it because i mean most of the news coming out of these things is pretty unexciting anyways so just like mm -hmm. just oh we, we we did some loops we did some neutrino loops and then they uh, started doing nothing. something again this year in march which again i feel like is when people started talking about things shifting again Seems like every time shit shifts or someone notices something, you can almost directly link it back to the Lard Hadron Collider. Right. What was this conspiracy stuff with Colgate plus the Hadron Collider? What yeah, I know. I, I would. I would actually be interested to hear more about a that. A little here's like, are we, talk, are we talking about the the toothpaste people? Then I don't think so. Okay. Yes. Is a conspiracy to sell you more toothpaste? They're fucking up the flow of time so that uh, you're using it more rapidly. Yeah, there's literally no information about the Large Hadron Collider in 2020. Okay, that's officially sus, and I now officially 100% believe my theory. But that goes that goes further because if we're you know if what we were talking about about how you know we exist in a different realm, what better would fuck with uh, some sort of signal between the two? than this thing that's a good point and this is actually this is something that i like about this theory right is because it doesn't then invalidate every bit of physical understanding because we're we're, we're saying that the experience of the brain and the reality it resides within still matter because they're still critical for the signal to be established right like to, like for there to be a connection mm -hmm. um so in a sense then yes i guess this which works purely on the physical plane could then still influence conditions on the physical plane to make them worse in some way for spiritual connection right hmm. 
Uh, yeah, I, there, there's something there's something weird there. I I, I just think that. And, and again, maybe, maybe that's not it. Maybe that's where they want us to be looking. Maybe there's something deeper than that that happened. Well, maybe. I mean, that's that's one of the things like it's one of those things where if if they're competent enough to do something that hazardous, then presumably they're competent enough to cover it up in a way where we're almost helpless against it. Right. Like, right. I, I think a lot of the interpretation most people have of the government is that it seems like it's ne like some insidious stuff happens, but it seems like government's never quite competent enough to fully get away with it. You know? Well, I, like, I think, yeah, I think the best way to explain it is like, they know, they know the thing that's happening, but they don't know how to 100% control it, but they're just foolish enough to think they do. It's one of those things where intuitively, right? What I pick up from, from any sort of official is, they do like it seems like just the powers that be are the source that would dabble in things they don't fully understand. Yeah, as as ill advised as that seems, right? right. Like, yeah, that's one hundred like, percent what they're doing. It's one of those things, right? Where like, sure, there's always a performance happening from that particular sect of society, right? Like, sure, everything we get from them is a performance, but with any sort of performer, you can still get through your intuition or whatever a uh, a, a bigger picture of what's happening behind the scenes, right? And you get from them that. Despite some a lot of us should just being insane shit, they're spouting off to like full retards and stuff like that. Some of them are true believers about some of the stuff that they're probably doing behind the scenes and not all of it's good. And well, I, I think a lot of it good. is just simply hubris. Like they think they have control over it, right. which I mean, that is a that is a time honored classic among most tyrants thinking they control the monster they're trying to unleash. Right. So that would 100 percent track. And I guess that it, it, I guess what it really is, is they don't control it. They just know how to create enough chaos to then use the resources they have in the material realm to then, in a way, kind of control it. That's true, because, I mean, look what happened during COVID, right? Despite all the crisis about the economy and what what's wrong and stuff, like, still a lot of companies posting record profits, for example, you know, mm -hmm. like... I'm just, yeah, I mean, maybe they don't even need particular outcomes from what they're fucking with. They just need it to disrupt things in their favor. I mean, to be fair, that's kind of what we have done as a group for a long time, where we just, you know, cause a bunch of, you know, insanity and then maneuver it well enough because, well, we caused it. Like, if you, the thing is, like, if you if you're if you're if you are flying a plane and you are about to crash it you know you're about to crash it you can make the proper you know uh preparations right uh well, everyone else doesn't know yeah, yeah that's fair to say like if you if you're the one creating the chaos you have access to critical information that allows you to plan your moves in ways that nobody else can right mm -hmm. um yeah so that makes sense Not if you're in freeze trauma mode. That was freeze trauma mode. Well, I mean, I've never been frozen. I mean, the idea of it being traumatic, at least, like I, I, that does track that. Like, if, it's kind of like the whole fear, uncertainty, doubt, like news cycle, right? Like, throw people off so much, make them so afraid that you can cast them whatever because they're looking for an answer and you're the authority. And that's okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm smelling what you're stepping in now. Because I mean, I mean, we're talking about. How, Hilux or whatever, you know, like, like what else are they? Tr what, what else are they trusting in? You know, but well, yeah, I mean, of course they have to because that's their, 
that's their inner monologue as it were they well like you said like the voice of gods right yeah exactly okay. and exactly hmm. if they don't have a fully developed individual self in the way that we understand it then they're all the more susceptible to outside suggestion. What's the other thing is you talk about it and, and, and obviously the Iliad and the Odyssey are dated to about like, you know, what, 800 BC, eighth century, something like that. Um, which is, is interesting that you put it that way because like a lot of stuff of similar stories was way, way earlier. Obviously like Genesis and Psalms are considered to have been like, you know, as much as like 2000 years before Christ. Right. Um, so it's interesting. It's interesting. Those two ideas kind of came from the same place that far separated. So it makes me, it makes me think that it wasn't something that happened all at once, but over time. Well, like there could be local bubbles of it where it happened, which still raise, which still raises my question. What process by which does that happen? Like, do you? Well, maybe does, it's as simple as having a society that's conducive to the type of experiences. I meant personally. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, that's does, true too because was, now that was, things are so homogenized. Were we? We're like, because I'm going to assume everyone here is a nomadic. For for the sake of simplicity, I believe everyone here is a nomadic. I, I mean, yeah. It, it doesn't really. It's not really helpful to suggest otherwise because were we always nomadics? Were we born nomadics? Or were we hylix? And then at some point, like something else took over. I'll say that. Uh, well, hold on, and I'll, I'll end on this, and then you can you can choose choose your answer based on that. I will say that God did say, "I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb." So, right. Keep, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Well, and certainly that would make sense then if you have the theory that like souls predate the body, right? Like, oh, they definitely that. do, one hundred percent. Well, it, predate is hard because the 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 realm from which the soul right exists is something that's outside of time. So, sure, sure, sure predate sure. is a hard word to use in that. That, that would make sense, and um, y yeah, I mean. At a point, but I just lost it. Yeah. God damn it. Um, I was, I was okay. So here, here's what I was gonna get at. Um, that in my recollection of consciousness, right, it basically emerges at the same time as any memory I have. Like I, I, I don't know how realistic it is to be fully conscious if you can't retain continuity of self, right? Right. So, but, but I'll, I'll, I'll counter with this though. Are we tying memory to consciousness? Because a Hylic, a Hylic has memories. Well, you know, they have memories, right? So my question but... then is, is like, if that process, Hylic to nomadic, happens after birth, it would stand to reason then that the, the pneumatic body that it has become would retain memories from before it was a pneumatic. And then it would then be very hard to differentiate. But like I said... I made a point earlier that like I, I have I, I think I have a pretty solid point in my life that I can point back to and I can go that that was where I began, right? That that was where I I me began. Everything before that was also me, but wasn't wasn't me? I, I don't know if that makes sense. 
it's very hard to explain because much like the Trinity <laughs> to bring it back to the earlier yeah. conversation, it's, it's hard to explain in this case, we're not, well, I guess kind of, we are three in one actually in a way, because in a way, just, just as God is the Trinity, we are also the Trinity because we are the, I mean, I'm not trying to blaspheme here, but I'm just, I mean, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm really not trying to blaspheme, okay, but I'm just, okay. I'm making a parallel that in the same way, uh, humans are a Trinity too. We are the son, the body. We're the spirit, the soul, but we're also the father because we are made in his image and we have that spark of the divine within us. So, oh yeah. God, holy shit, I just made this way more complicated than that. Well, I, I've always, I, speaking of trinities with regards to like what constitutes a person, right? As we understand it, like I've always thought of the, because, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about duality, right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, like mind, body or whatever, but to me, I always thought of it being a three-part thing of mind, body, and soul, right? Because I don't think the mind and the soul are necessarily synonymous, right? Right. Because, like I was saying, it, it, as I perceive the brain, is still having its own circuitry that's happening. Um, like, the processing that's occurring, mortally speaking... Well, it's like the, it's like the vegetative state thing. Right. The uh, human body, if we include the spiritual, can exist in three states. It exists in the pneumatic, it exists as a hyalic, but then it can also just exist as like a, a pound of fle like flesh that keeps itself alive for no other purpose than just being alive. Right. So, yeah. And again, there's another trend. Jesus Christ, man. I think we just stumbled into something deep here. Well, yeah, I mean, I think three, three has always been, you know, Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ma yeah. Make, make no, make no mistake that, you know, if we go back to the original premise here, of time and time getting back to normal it happened in a three year yeah so yeah three is a very powerful number yeah i mean yeah it's, it's all very interesting stuff um would you also would you also then would you do would, would so to that point that i was thinking about about me where i can like definitively point to that point does anyone else kind of have like that moment where you can like well, look let's, back let's, and let's like, kind of get out. i feel let's... like that's where i became i that's kind of like what I was getting with memory because I feel like for me it's it's probably in my like because my memory is bad too right so like it's hard for me to like I I can give you specific memories where I was certainly experiencing something internally mm -hmm. at that time like if that's what we're kind of defining it by like um but th that's not to say that those are the earliest memories of me doing that maybe I just can't retain points before that or. Mm -hmm. Or, or, you know, like, for example, a big one that I would say, like, and I've, I've said this before, like, one of, it's not my earliest memory by any means, but it's one of my earliest memories that, like, has a lot in common with my current self was remembering the first time in my life that I realized exactly what it means to die and the fact that I am going to die. Like, I remember mm -hmm. that, that day or that moment very specifically. And I remember, you know, for the first time feeling kind of a existential fear or whatever internally um but the thing is of course somebody who doesn't have a full internal conscious experience could still have the symptoms of that right obviously right. i think people who you would describe as hylux still fear death for example so it's not a great like if for somebody else observing that right it's not but a they, great... they fear death in the same way that like a dog fears death like instinctually or whatever right. just just the biological need to persist right. not not in not in a not in a greater way but, yeah, but then, but then that's the thing. It's like, it's also like I said about overcoming 
instinct. I mean, there, you know, the a human is the only thing that calmly can accept death. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I think that, uh, certainly I guess maybe that would be one part of that particular memory would be, you know, over, over time coming to understand that the overcoming of that, not being ideal to be like mortified by that as like a virtue, right? Like, like as an end goal, right? Like one of the goals in life to me is to be more at peace with the inevitable. Right. And maybe people who don't have that same internal experience don't have that sort of goal for themselves of overcoming things in that way or something, you know, maybe that's one difference. I don't know. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, I have earlier memories, but it's like one of those things where like not a lot was going on in my head at that point. Right. right. Like I remember, I remember being a little kid and like, I remember one time, I think my mom was dating this guy or something. He, he, he had a kid too. Right. And, um, I remember like having like a play date with that kid or something and like jumping off of a bunk bed or something like in a, in a way that didn't injure me, but like, just like that was an activity we were doing. Um, and like, I remember that being an experience I had, but like at that time, despite it being apparently a internal enough experience that I can now replay it back and it feels like I was there. Right. You know, like who knows how it is at that time because also for all we know the past isn't really real you know like mm -hmm. so like how was i experiencing it then if my if the only the only way that it's really real to me now is my recollection of it which is going to be painted by my current conscious state right like maybe it was different then and i can't really mm -hmm. tell you with certainty you know because of how gradual the change seems to be for me at least right. um but yeah I, I wouldn't say that there's a discrete singular point where i said oh like that person at that point was exactly who, like like my current self emerged all at once at that point right like i feel like it was a much more gradual process mm -hmm. yeah uh, well i'll give you mine for example mine was i was 20 i was 20 i think it, mm -hmm. no i think i was still 19 uh it was a little bit before my 20th birthday and i remember i was sitting like i was sitting at my desk and i i literally had like almost a feeling of like not falling backwards, but like falling forwards. Mm. Like everyone's kind of felt like falling back, but you, but you don't really feel falling forwards a lot. And just like this vague, like wave of anxiety that hit me out of nowhere. Right. I was just sitting there. I think, I think it was like, I think I was watching like season one of Breaking Bad or something. I mean, I was, I was doing nothing, you know, nothing. And it was just a point. It was like, whoa, what? And it was at that point that, like, I remember, like, that was the that was the point that, like, everything set in motion. Like, I remember very distinct cognitive plans within my head from that point. Like, because a lot of this can just be, like, painted as, like, oh, well, you were just younger and you don't blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, I, I, I honest to God, don't, I can't, like, I can tell you, like, I... Decisions that I made before that, but they were like very basic decisions, right? Right. And you've known me long enough to kind of know that uh, the me before that. I mean, you didn't know me that well before. You only right. knew me a little bit before that. So I could but like, be a perfect account of it, but but more or less that like like eighteen year old Taylor was not really much like even like twenty two year old Taylor. That there was there was there was so much progression because like obviously you know a lot had happened in those couple of years, 
right with you know right right which i guess externally you could try to reduce to an age thing but like but not um, not on that scale well like i'll say i'll say this that like i guess my earlier memories of being in the very earliest iteration of the group that i was you know at the point that i was there um things were very i mean i think i mean again it, it could be reducible age because things were very just kind of simplistic and happy-go-lucky almost for everybody and like there wasn't much of a much depth to it at that point you know um but sure, I guess I would say like coming back, like certainly like whatever sort of drive that you might have after a certain point, it was certainly more evident, I guess, later on. Yeah, um, and I I think that's why because I've always thought about that, and it, it's always just it's always struck me because like uh, you'll hear about like people who are like who have decisions and make decisions at younger ages, and it's always confused me because I was like, why wasn't I that way? Because I was smart. I was a smart young man. I made very good grades. I was always on a roll, presence list, you know, whatever. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, like I've looked at people who, and for me, like, it's, it's a little bit weirder because I don't see myself as having a very discreet awakening or whatever, you know? Right. But, like, but like there are people where I, I think, like, I see what they've done at a certain age or whatever, and I'm like, that must take such a high degree of, like, like like what i've said before like internal autonomy right like like right. like like a strong executive function that i definitely didn't have at that point right and and i think it happens there so Kanae just said grocery store in 2000 Kanae, would you say that like after that point you can then like con concrete remember like cognitive process and decision making after that after that point but not before yeah okay exact fucking hell yeah right. okay you know I, I hate to like invoke like nietzsche here or whatever oh, but God. like um, okay but, but, I'm, you're I'm, gonna, but you're gonna but all but you're i'm gonna, gonna say is that like because i think it's very clear that like this doesn't necessarily correlate to like raw intelligence and the way people experience it from each other right because right. i think i think obviously Hil like hylix can be very intelligent R right and, and like i would say that you probably had a pretty stable intelligence gradient throughout growing up right yeah. like um i mean i don't remember being you like retarded <laughs> you know when i first met you or whatever so no, but um, some could say I've gotten more retarded over the years. Sure, sure, but like you know, in, in a soulful way. Um, yeah. <laughs> See, uh, to be fair, to be fair, it's almost like once once you do gain that whatever you want to call it sentience or whatever, you, you do get a little bit more retarded. <laughs> sure, well, you sure, sure, sure. But there's a lot to there's a lot to stumble on once you have it. You yeah. Know? Well, um, yeah. I mean, the 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 processing of reality will make one a little retarded. Right. As well as I get in that, um, you were talking about like er early cognition. So, but yeah, so I think it happens like people at different ages. Well, yeah, I guess I was gonna say because even though there's people who seem to have a much stronger, like, 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 like again, the, the very physical, like, scientific term for it is executive function, but like I was calling it internal autonomy because that's how I experience it. I think um, that's a better word, honestly. Like, just the, 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 the it, it's basically, and that's why I was getting into Nietzsche is like because it doesn't really correlate to your overall it's intelligence in terms of knowing things like oh you can be like a science whiz and not mm -hmm. have very high internal autonomy like you can be a complete right. fucking npc and like well do, do you want let's bring this back to COVID, right let's bring this back right. to COVID. well so yeah it's the same yeah it, it, there's it's the... hundreds of thousands of doctors who are obviously very right. intelligent people very knowledgeable they went to school for a long time but they were completely retarded because it required like uh, almost a spiritual understanding of the world versus a scientific understanding. And that's only something that you can uh, uh, like pro access as a nomadic. A high like has no access to that because they're right. essentially just they're 
I, I don't want well, to. Uh, I don't want to uh, say they're not human, but I can't. Well, it's it's just I think I think they're just more subject to the flows around them. Whereas, yeah. like in in my mind, like when I say internal autonomy, or we use words like overcoming, which itself is kind of uh, Nietzschean in a way. Um, like you know, I'm not big on that guy, but I'm just saying that like in terms of the philosophy at play there, right? Like the idea of overcoming or like the will to power or whatever. Like I think that all gets at the idea of like of this internal autonomy being kind of like a mental like internal unmoved mover of sorts right to like be able to have to create an impetus to act that's not totally contingent upon just your circumstances or whatever you know like it's mm -hmm. it's the ability to like pro to, to proactively induce um thought and action right rather than it being purely reactive i guess uh so that's why you know like because you can't be a completely reactionary you know uh, spiritually dead, you know, like non-entity within yourself, and still be very educated in science or something. But, right. Um, again, and, and you know, again, and, and evidence that, COVID. And I think maybe that's something that like it's important to explain too, because I was actually very, a very like some of the things that's kind of died within me as I've gotten older. I've seen what it's like too, but like as a kid, I was very into science myself. Right, I was very into uh, you know all that sort of stuff and. That doesn't necessarily correlate with the strength of your conscious experience, necessarily. Mm -hmm. but you have it still once you become fully conscious, I guess, or when you once you become more conscious, depending on how you want to conceive of it. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, so it's one of those things where, like, like we're saying, like you know, there's people who might even be younger than us or in different circumstances where we admire the fact that they had such a strong ability to kind of move themselves apropos of nothing in a way that's impressive even though it doesn't necessarily make them smarter than you or more capable in other ways. It's just that like to have been at a particular point in, and acted in a particular way sometimes is pretty laudable because I couldn't have seen myself doing the same at that point. Right. Have you, um, hi, by the way, I've been listening. Hey. What's up? Have you gone back, gone back and looked at any of the videos or pictures or whatever of just the stupid shit that otherwise intelligent people were doing during COVID? Oh yeah. That's, but that's, that's my point though. Like, that's my point. And that kind of proves what we're talking about. There's like, there's two levels to it. There's, there's intelligence, but then there's knowledge and Hylix only operate on intelligence, but they have no knowledge. I've always, um, I've, I've always, anytime I've ever gotten in any kind of debate with either an agnostic or an atheist, whether it be online or in person, the first, the first thing that they always go to is, is challenging faith, right? Mm-hmm. If you can link faith to a mathematical equation, you'll 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 hear their brain cells fizzle. So I've always defined it very simply. I've said that faith is the variable that you can't solve for in an unbalanced math equation. It literally defines that which logic and reason cannot cannot adequately define. Right. That's that's the very essence of to, to relate it back to the conversation the the soul, whether it be the pre being uh -huh. or the post awakening being. Right. And and. People who don't have that spiritual aspect of their of their selves, they can only understand things like you said. If, if you if you purely in terms of like science, math, etc. So if you can successfully link the two, you'll see a little bit of a light bulb trying to go off. But then, like you said earlier, people tend to act against their best interests. They will you will see them actively move to suppress that. No, 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 no. You can't be right. Okay, why can't I? You just can't. Okay. 
Well, I, I don't know if they're acting against this. They just, it's like trying to explain color to a blind person. They just, you can't be right because it's just something outside their, quite literally, their they, dimension. Yeah, they, they lack the experiential understanding. Exactly. Can I ask questions? Interesting. I've, I've, I've thought about this too in connection to a lot of things. Do you think antidepressants could cause you to mentally regress back to the NPC state? I can't answer that because I the only time that I was on antidepressants... Uh, well, I, was thinking, I was just thinking. Was, it, was that true? I think it could prevent you from evolving from that state. Was it... Was, was it yeah, I think so. So the first time I, I've been on antidepressants. Oh, fuck. Hold on. So, yeah, actually, uh, interesting story here. So the first time I was like, I had antidepressants was when I was um, 18 or 19 and I got off of them. But then I got back on them when I was, um, I don't know, sometime in my 20s. And that was what what's interesting, actually. Um not long after I started taking them was the the uh, the eponymous breakdown that I mentioned a lot. So that's yeah maybe actually yeah because oh. that's what that's what that was that was literally like that transference if we want to keep using that phrase tri oh. like being severed and my soul I guess freaking out about it. Well, and that's an interesting conversation too because it's, it's the same thing like like. If we're saying that the physical brain is almost an antenna for the soul is then affected by physical circumstances and it can impact the spiritual connection you have with, you know, the, the truer self or whatever, you know, the, the more conscious self via the soul or whatever. Um, it's interesting to think about mental illness, too, because some some mental illnesses are reducible to uh, brain problems with like chemicals and stuff, you know. Right. And in those cases, maybe part of the problem is they're actually rendering you less conscious because of that because you're no longer as connected spiritually. But then it's interesting to think that maybe in some cases, mental illness emerges as somebody becoming more connected, right? Right. Like if, if you were previously, uh, you know, a high lick or whatever, um, and then you reach a point in your life where you're more connected spiritually and have more of an internal experience, maybe in that case, some, some mental illnesses that emerge are just actually maybe a factor of having just a really ugly soul, you know, like maybe, maybe it's not always reducible to your brain. Yeah. And, and and the problem is actually not that the connection has been damaged, but that it's been established and that causes the changes. Right. Because that's what I've said, like before that the issue is a high pneumatic is not necessarily good. And a Hilux is not necessarily bad. Right. I, I feel like, I feel like you can almost say like in the sense that Hilux now I'm sure there's dysfunctional ones among them too, which is based on purely, purely physical characteristics too. Um, but I, I think I would say that maybe on average, they average more towards a particular mean, you know, they, they, they average more towards a particular template of sorts and they're further differentiated upon acquiring that sort of awakening within themselves or whatever. Right. And sometimes it's for the worse, maybe. So, yeah. In terms of at least how other people experience it. Yeah. Could you maybe even argue that it's so just piggybacking off of what can I saying here about the side effects of gambling, risky behavior, etc. We see this a lot with super sheltered slash super rich people. Right. Like point, point me to a billionaire who's not a regardless of your political opinion on them. They're all fucking weirdos, right? Sure. Robert yeah. Kraft is a great example. 
Explain to me <laughs> what business this man had getting a rub and tug at 900 years old at some shitty strip mall in Miami. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. But, but it was, it was whether he'd never had anybody tell him, no, he'd never had that experience of being in trouble, being reje being rejected, being told, no, you can't do that. No, you shouldn't do that. Right. You see it with, you know, even your rank and file athletes or whatever, who just, you know, Ray Rice just felt the need to, sometimes you just got to knock a bitch out in the elevator. Hey, man. Because, because who has ever told you no? Right. What, at what experience in your life has ever told you no? You really shouldn't do that. Like, there really can be a consequence not only to your physical being, but also to your emotional, your, your spiritual being for doing something genuinely immoral. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Um, and and a lot and with a lot of these people, you can tie in the presence of medication that maybe there is some, not maybe maybe not so much reversion of sorts, but suppression of that of that connection. And you and you feel lost. You feel like you're floating. It's it's maybe you, your inner being lashing out, trying to reestablish the link, so to speak. Well, yeah, an example I was thinking of on the back of that sort of thing was actually my little brother, because I was thinking like, you know, it, it's one of those things where sure. um some mental illnesses that you have are just reducible to brain imbalances or whatever. But like for personality disorders, it's not that simple, right? Like it's, it's rare that they can identify a particular cause, right? Like they might, they might talk about, Oh, well maybe it's trauma in the past or whatever, but that's not very concrete. Um, and it's strange that it just seems to emerge in a lot of people one day suddenly, um, at a particular age or whatever. Um, it's like, for example, when I think of my little brother, right, he was pretty, he was a vacuous kid, but he was certainly more pleasant. Like, like he was still kind of a stubborn asshole, but he was much more pleasant before a certain point, you know? Um, and I wonder if that was just the, the, the Hylic, uh, you know, kind of, uh, tending towards the mean that I was referring to. And then maybe as he got to a point in life where we became more conscious maybe the, maybe the personality disorder is just having a really shitty soul, you know, like, um, well, yeah, there's an argument that's hereditary. Yeah. Like, but like, like for me, like, uh, like narcissism, for example, as a, per, as a person, personality disorder seems very well bound to the idea of a internal experience being that so ego related. Um, so in his case, at least, I could see it actually being the case that it was that as he, he became more um, connected in that way that it actually made him a worse person. Um, I think that's a, a possible outcome for some people. Uh, and it's, it's certainly fair to say, too, that I feel like the more... Um, the more kind of spiritually aware I am, you know, and the more tools I have on that front, the easier it is to be susceptible sometimes to certain forms of trouble, you know, that you that you wouldn't have if you were just a internally vacuous person who didn't really give things much thought. Hmm. Yeah, anyways. Well, it's, it's never that you you obviously can't control your experiences. You can't control all the things that happen to you, but you can only control how you react to them. So does it go back to the willingness to act against your best interest? If you, if your logic brain kicks in and says, you know, I could act this way and that might be the right thing to do, but I, but it would make me feel bad or I could do this other shitty thing and it would make me feel good, whether it be physically or whatever, usually physically. All right. 
see, you know, druggers, drinkers, etc. Right. Yeah, that does explain a particular conflict of interest that people experience. I somehow got over to Soldier's neck of the woods. Mm. Oh shit, where are we at? Um, well, I just Al, uh, I saw Al- Abington Donkey Lodge near Old Alvarado Station. So I'm down here. I've near... not been that way. Okay, that's on the other side of town. That's two one one. That's over past uh, to the east. Mm-hmm. By the way, you want to see a wicked street? Um, go over to Holston Lake and look at the road that approaches the the main. Uh, what the hell is the name of that damn? I'll find it. Give me a sec. Anyway, we're 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 creeping up on three and a half hours here, so yeah. I'm trying to do we want did we want to look through the TLD thing or maybe make that another? I mean, uh, you can, we can do it next week. Or, we'll do it next week. Well, yeah, I'll do it next week. I want to start I, wrapping up because uh, it's gonna I, feel I like I can hear it. It sounds like Tony's getting tired. So yeah, I yeah. I like to. I like to. What I like to do is wow, I like to bold. I like to make sure Lake that it's like Dock Road at South Holston Lake. Well, I, I thought say you were getting into better slang, honestly. Hold on, like, say, what was it, Sonia? It's Lakeview Dock Road. Okay. This is the worst road I think I've ever been on for switchbacks. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's not ideal. The hell? The hell? Yeah, that little, that little worse. section right there, that thing is a motherfucker. Hmm. Oh, oh no, uh, no, 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 no. All right, we're ending yeah, on look that. To right. no. Look to, look no, to the right. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I think, oh. I think we'll and that's s- the rest of the, that's the switchback. It's that yeah. close. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we'll, 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 we'll pitch it to our favorite segment. Everyone's favorite segment. My favorite segment. What did we learn on the show tonight? So, near, what did you learn on the show tonight? I kind of liked the, uh, I didn't know what a highlight was. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Let's say, hey, that's a good one to learn, Tim. What would you learn yeah, tonight on the show? I was a little quiet, but I was listening, and I was definitely looking some terms up, trying to catch up a little bit. Well, I learned in your recounting that you feel like you got fully awakened around the age of 20, mm-hmm. so, which is interesting. Which would make me 13. Right. So you're not- So we are not beating the accusations tonight. Hmm. Tony, what'd you learn tonight? Uh, now we didn't go into my like awakening point, but the whole discussion did make me think on that. And so basically what I think my kind of whole, like realizing like life existing and like my decisions and mattering and whatnot, uh, was, I think I was around 10. Oh, geez. And so, so yeah. So when I was a kid, loved playing out in the woods and whatnot like mm-hmm. i had big ass like miles of forest right next to my house and then one day i woke up and it was kind of nah i'm not i'm not i don't i don't like what's going out on up there like i don't uh. fuck with that and it was kind of suddenly i was woke to the woods huh and then woke to life the old wq so, so you'd like, for lack of, you weren't like scared of them. You were just like, I'm not digging what's going on out there. Right. Like, I wasn't inherently scared of the woods itself, but like, I think this is also like a time, like I kind of woke up to, oh, spiders are kind of scary. Like, mm. I, I recall this being like, a, oh, I don't like fucking spiders, even though I've been playing around them for literally like seven years at this point. Right. 
And That's like, it, it wasn't even an interaction with a spider or anything that triggered that. Like, I just woke up one day, and this is how I suddenly was. Huh. Hmm. Huh. That's a lot to think about, actually. D did you like cheese before that point? <laughs> no. Okay, because I was going to say, that would, that would be interesting. That would you be had the, So you had the fork in the electrical socket experience without the pain. Sure. Okay. Man, uh, dude, th those woods that I live near were, were sure were something. Really? Like, what, what do you mean, something? Spooky? Uh, some parts of it, yeah. Like, oh. It's like, I mean, yeah, th like, thick trees, clearly Ooh. very old trees. Hey. And, like, not, not really a path for cars to get right. through. But there was a random, like, I don't know, maybe... 80s 90s era truck in the middle of the woods Ooh. that had been that had like been shot out yeah but like it wasn't in a spot a truck could have possibly gotten to right yeah so, you, gotta, you gotta watch out for old growth forests there are there's things mm -hmm. in them there's things in yeah. them oh yeah and, like, you'll get I, some shit that's supposed to have been extinct for 10 years in an old growth forest mm-hmm and I, I lived next to uh, my best friend at the time. Like we lived on the end of a cul-de-sac together, and happened to be the same age. So that worked out pretty well. And I mean, we were both pretty noited by the whole truck itself. But and, like we still both enjoyed the woods. And then one day I was randomly, nope, no more woods for me. And he was still all about them. So hmm. I don't know. It was... Well, it was clear weird. Clearly, one day we're gonna have to do a video. Tony returns to the the haunted woods. Mm -hmm. We're not overcoming. Big those woods actually were. Looking at them now as an adult, uh, if it's anything like the ones that I had, not not as big as you thought, but also not as small as you would think. If that makes any sense. Also, wo woods just have a way of like, no matter what you ever thought of them, they always have a way of seeming bigger than they actually are because of the, the time that it takes to traverse them. Right. Yeah. Shit, what did I learn tonight? Well, as great of a video idea as that would be, it does look like they have uh, since built quite a bit of housing in Zedwoods. Man, when I say many such cases, believe me, believe me, many such cases. Same, same with mine, actually. They were cut down, actually, while I still lived there and was still kind of a kid. That was traumatic. I posted a photo of the area and beefed in, and I lived on that uh, Ridgefield cul-de-sac. The Victoria Lane cul-de-sac didn't exist, and that whole Hollandale Way area didn't exist. Okay. So, like, all of that woods. Hmm. Okay. I see. Uh, yeah, shit, man. The whole time y'all been talking, I've been trying to think of something I learned tonight, and I don't know if I did actually learn anything tonight. You learned that T-Bain's performing tomorrow? I know, I already knew that. We looked that up a couple of weeks ago. I learned that... Um... Oh man, guys, this is dire. This is this is dire. I don't know if I learned anything tonight, guys. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I feel like I was... The problem is I feel like this show was kind of dominated by me spitting some spiritual facts. 
So it was less me taking in and more me putting out. Mm. Right. We're going to work on the phrasing yeah. of that one a little bit after the show, but right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I feel like that's the perfect one to end on right there. So you learned about the dinner that, uh, had. I, I learned that there's some good eating in Southwest Virginia. Hell yeah. Yeah. And the, and the, the Bristol hotel looks pretty based. It does look pretty based. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, so we have a tradition at the end of the show where someone someone signs off the show in a, with using a catchphrase that's usually really cringe. Uh, tonight we're gonna have we're gonna have Solgnir think one up on the spot. So Solgnir sign you well. To be fair, you are a former streamer. You're very talented uh, as a performer. So I feel like you could maybe nail this. Sign us off with a catchphrase. Ooh, goodness. It's usually beef wide related, but you, it doesn't have to be. Mm. So you caught I'm up past my bedtime. Oh yeah. That's fair. That's that's fair. Very, I did very, very I, late for me. I did do you a little dirty, but I come on. It's, no, 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 no. It's all good. Okay. Give them to everyone. Hey, everyone back everyone back up. Everyone back up. Give them some room. Give them some room. Okay. You know, back them up. Let him let him cook. Would you like some examples of previous? Yeah, yeah. I need, uh, I need an example. I don't. Okay. I, I'm trying to think if I've ever made it to the end of a stream. I usually fall asleep. All right. So some classics are like "Keep it beefy, boys." Beef out. Beef you later. Beefy blast. I'm sure. Why not? Why do you stay to the end of the stream? Oh no, that's huh? too mean. No, no, no. That's you know what? That's perfect. Why why do you guys stay? You should you could have done anything else tonight. It's a beautiful Wednesday night. It's um Jesus. I think it's like in the shoot the fat with the beefy boys. We appreciate you. I think it's in the low seventies. Yeah. Go do something else. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's seventy five. Jesus. Call your right. mom. Yeah, Tomorrow, call, yeah don't be now. yeah, hey. Signing off for this. Don't be Aaron Rodgers. Call your mom. Call your dad. Call your brother too. Stop fighting with them. Stop being a cringe atheist and doing ayahuasca in like Brazil. Maybe you won't tell tear your Achilles. Or backwoods, Wisconsin, or wherever it is. Well, I don't know who cares. Aaron Rodgers too, because I don't. Yeah, he <laughs> does all those things. All right, whatever. Eating them big old beefy mushrooms. Believe in Jesus. See y'all next week. <laughs>